Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. Good morning. Let's get a little inspiration to get us started. And then we'll kick it up a notch. Start the day with a little gratitude. We are a little more than halfway through the month of April. Feels like it just started yesterday. Hope everyone had a good day yesterday. Gotta make the best of it.
Happy Tuesday. Good morning to everyone. Logged on to the Quality Music Zone. QMZRadio.com Good morning to everyone listening on JanoRadio.com Thank you so much for logging on. Thank you to everyone right here with me on Clubhouse. We do this every Monday through Friday. 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. It is turned up Tuesday. Today we are going to be turning it up after, you know, we let you know what we're going to be talking about today. She got the headlines coming up. Tuning in to Coffee and Toe World News on the Go. This is where I read the news and we share our views. A little more music for us before we get into it. Come on, come on. 
10 minutes after the top of the hour. Stick around, folks. We got the headlines coming up. Gotta let you know what we're gonna be talking about today. News from around the world. be a brighter day well that depends on you it's all in the mind folks get your mind right yes he will Cause he's always listening Ain't nobody perfect Everybody's hurting Need to whisper lost Gotta give a big thank you to everyone that tuned in Today's After Dark Real Relationship Talk last night We were live on QMZRadio.com And JohnNoRadio.com And of course the conversation went down Right here in Clubhouse We had a good conversation Had me thinking afterwards Yeah You know that's a lie Gotta pull this one back up. Sometimes you stop and think about what you've been through, where you have been, and you are still standing. Woo! Won't he do it? Ain't nobody stopping my shine. They try to break me, try to take me out, but I got Jesus on my side. Felt so bad I thought I would die. But ain't no power stronger than the one that came and laid down his life. And I got mountains to climb. The voice of Corin Hawthorne, won't he do it? I agree, Javet. It is gonna be an amazing day. We gotta claim it. Starts in the mind, folks. 
Look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself we're gonna have an amazing day today. Ain't nothing gonna make me trip. We got this. You are right where you are supposed to be. You better believe that. Turned out to be the greatest victory of my life Cause when it comes at you fast and hard There's only one that could come and make it right So ain't no need for stressing and crying Cause he gonna show up just like he did the last time And the last time And the last time Yes he will Just a quick reminder, go ahead and set your alarms, folks. 7 p.m. Eastern tonight, live on QMZRadio.com, JohnnoRadio.com, ViscosityBlend.com, WKRIS, uh, CoffeeRadio.com. It's the Rose Solo Show. Tonight, she will have the mighty crown. If you're all about the sound clash culture, Sound Clash Life, you will know who that is. Yeah, they will be on her show tonight. Um, so you want to make sure you check that out. I'm sure it's going to be a bang, bang, bang show. Looking forward to that. All right, so it's time for us to go ahead and get started. I'm a little behind, but I could not cut that song short. One cup of coffee, then I'll go. If my voice sounds a little off, please forgive me. I think Javette sent whatever allergies she has over there in Texas. She sent it all. She sent it on over to Florida. <laughs> Good morning to everyone. Thank you so much for logging on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com and JohnnoRadio.com. Of course, I gotta say good morning to my studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. It is Tuesday, April 18, and yes, we are still in the year of 2023. It is Torn Up Tuesday. We're gonna be playing yesterday's hits and today's favorites. 
Thank you so much for joining me for Coffee in Tow, World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. You can find me on Twitter at me, Media Moments, on Instagram, Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and on TikTok, me, I'm sorry, Moments with me, media, and the mean everything is MI. And here's what we have coming up for you today out of the Caribbean corner. Antigua public school teachers continue industrial action. Belize Coast Guard rescues seven people after a vessel capsizes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Roof Systems Limited aims to give more than just roofing in Grenada. St. Kitts and Nevis diplomat kidnapped in Haiti. Crime in the Caribbean. Scourge calls for review of education system. It hurts my heart. That story is out of Jamaica. Three more suspects in separate fraud probe arrested and charged. FID secures multi-million dollar court order against bleaching cream entrepreneur if you know you know constitutional attorney says candidate for jamaican president must be consensus pick and jamaica bags billions of dollars from carnival sunday that's according to the tourism ministry on the international scene ooh, somebody ain't happy in italy cocaine worth nearly 440 million dollars was found floating in the sea off the coast of italy nigerian aviation workers block roads as strike over pay begins south africa's gold mining legacy genius kenyan physics teacher powers e-motorbikes with old laptop batches and i gotta say thank you javette for sending over that website it's called goodnews.com because lord knows we need some good news in news out of north america desantis seeks to control disney with state oversight powers okay then and um is this where we're going now yesterday we spoke about a couple incidents but here now we have another incident a new york woman driven to wrong address fatally shot by homeowner Ohio officers will not be charged in shooting of Jayland Walker. Man charged in front door shooting of black teen Ralph Yarl. And let, let me say this. I'm going to pause right here for just a quick second. Our generation, we're what? Gen X or what are we? X? Whatever. Gen X and Gen Z, we're the ones who are going to change the world. Us and our children let me just say that and i'm here for it i am so here for it yes okay so there was a protest in front of his house we're, we're gonna talk more about that fbi arrests two on charges tied to chinese outpost in new york city um Supreme Court hears appeal of postal worker who did not work Sundays in dispute over religious accommodations. Huh, definitely want to talk about that one. Grand jury declines to indict Virginia officer in killing of unarmed man suspected of shoplifting. And how can I forget this one? So yesterday I came across this um, headline that Trump if says if he is reelected, he will be mandating that all postal workers take a political test and if they fail he will be firing them so i don't know if he will be able to pass said test 
It's a civics test. That's that's what it is. Let's see. Biden in business and tech news. Um, that's big on America. Apple is offering a 4.15% high yield savings to its Apple card holders. And David's Bridal, America's largest bridal chain, has filed for bankruptcy. In health and science news, we're going to talk about Medicare Medicaid. In lifestyle, islanders remain dedicated to conservation. Above all, living on the world's best beach. In sports news, Jalen Hurts signs a record five-year 255 million dollar contract with the philadelphia eagles sometimes i say when is too much too much wow sounds like a lot but i ain't mad at it because they're making billions off of them in believe it or not stories a san antonio man we didn't get to cover this one yesterday a san antonio man faces murder charges because he killed his girlfriend because she did not want to have a baby by him i guess he wasn't a millionaire i don't know substitute teacher has been fired after she encouraged students to fight each other what's going on in texas well we're gonna have the details of those stories and more right after a little bit more music we're gonna turn it up now here we go very bad fast so the hell i'm up to this trust me baby girl it's really hard to be an optimist alcoholic beverages smoking all this cannabis still none of this couldn't make me feel less depressed Kind of feeling like I'm falling off a precipice Why are beautiful women so prejudiced? All I need was love, all I got was wretchedness But I wanna know what you did Cause you made me love And I didn't wanna Your sexy lips and your sweet aroma So when I call you, meet me at the corner Cause I'm a surely spoiler if you what you wanna It's love And I didn't wanna Your sexy lips and your sweet aroma so when I call you, meet me at the corner Cause I'm a surely spoiler, give you what you wanna Girl, you made me see what I want to see Or is it really you, the perfect one for me? You discarded all my bad memories And all my past girlfriends And show me where the future is Now I wanna know what you did to me I hope you're not just a joke playing tricks on me Cause I'm feeling you and I hope you're feeling me And I just wanna know how you made me how you made me love And I didn't wanna Your sexy lips and your sweet aroma So when I call you meet me at the corner Cause I'm a surely spoiled to give you what you wanna It's love And I didn't wanna Your sexy lips and your sweet aroma When I call you meet me Stumbled upon this song Surely spoiling First time hearing it as well, Javet Title track made me love by lucian l-u-s-i-o-n and i think it's a beautiful song i was like no i have to add this to my playlist i'm gonna go ahead and start it from the top Very bad fast, so the hell I'm up to this Trust me baby girl, it's really hard to be an optimist Alcoholic beverages, smoke 25 after the top of the hour, you got somewhere to be at the bottom You have 5 minutes to get there, please be safe Why are beautiful women so prejudiced? All I need was love, all I got was wretchedness But I wanna know what you did, cause you made me love And I didn't wanna Your sexy lips and your sweet aroma so when I call you, meet me at the corner Cause I'm a surely spoiled to give you what you wanna It's love, and I didn't wanna 
sexy lips and his sweet aroma So when I call you meet me at the corner Cause I'm a sure this boy to give you what you wanna Girl you made me see what I want to see Or is it really you, the perfect one for me You discarded all my bad memories and all my past girlfriends And show me where the future is Now I wanna know what you did to me I hope you're not just a joke playing tricks on me Cause I'm feeling you and I hope you're feeling me And I just wanna know how you made me Oh, 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 oh. How you made me love And I didn't wanna Your sexy lips and your sweet aroma So when I call you meet me at the corner Cause I'm a surely spoil to give you what you wanna It's love and I didn't wanna Your sexy lips and your sweet aroma when I call you meet me at the corner Cause I'm a surely spoil to give you what you wanna It's love and I didn't wanna It's sexy lips and your sweet aroma When I call you meet me at the corner Cause I'm a surely spoil to give you what you wanna It's love and I didn't wanna Find that one on all your streaming platforms Made Me Love by Lucian L-U-S-I-O-N Beautiful song indeed. We're going to turn it up a little more. Here is Davido from his new EP, new album, Timeless, Unavailable. Listen, folks, make yourself unavailable to all the BS in the world. Let's just say that. Initiating rage process. I'm unavailable. It's time for us to go ahead and kick it off, get into the details of what we got to talk about today. It is the bottom of the hour. We're kicking it off in the Caribbean corner. Mm-hmm. 
Big thank you to everyone logged on to the Quality Music Zone and John, QMZRadio.com and JohnnoRadio.com for the non-stop party vibe. Thank you once again to everyone here with me. Of course, this is where the conversation happens. Thank you, Coffee. First up, Antigua. Public school teachers continue industrial action. Story courtesy of Caribbean.loopnews.com. Teachers across government schools in Antigua and Barbuda are continuing to fight for what they say are issues of national importance, their working conditions. Students were sent home yesterday after two weeks' vacation due to a sit-in being staged by their teachers. Tensions between the government and the Antigua and Barbuda Union of Teachers remain high over the apparent lack of effort by the ministry to address issues constantly voiced by the nation's educators, including long overdue reclassifications, inadequate security at schools, and similar working conditions. A threat of industrial action by the teachers forced the ministry to postpone the reopening of the schools following the Easter holidays and extend, instead extend the break by an additional week. The Ministry of Education said that it addressed 90% of the teachers' demands, but the disgruntled educators are far from satisfied. Uh, just listen. Just listen to them. They're the ones who are on the front lines, so to speak. And usually, we know this, right? It's those who are on the front lines that always are at the bottom of the toting pole, so to speak. They're the ones who are least appreciated, and that is reflected in their salaries and their demands not being met. We have to look at the landscape we're living in and ministries of education throughout the Caribbean, throughout the world, actually, um, <clears throat> excuse me, have to be cognizant of that. Times are not what they used to be. Schools used to be safe havens. They are no more. We have indisciplined children in the schools, children who are fighting teachers, parents coming to curse teachers out, people coming onto school campuses. Nowhere is safe anymore. So are they unreasonable for asking for adequate security? No. Reclassifications, which are long overdue, that should not get to this point. How often are they reviewing and reclassifying and seeing to it, <clears throat> excuse me, Allergies are kicking my throat this morning. <clears throat> Sorry about that. But should this be yearly? Should this be biannually? Is this something that you do every five years? There has to be some consensus and some, something put on the books that serves as a mandate. Right? Salary. We rely on teachers to educate the future leaders, future entrepreneurs future scientists, future whatever. We rely on them so that we can have an educated society, but yet we don't show appreciation. Go figure. Belize Coast Guard uh, rescues seven people after vessel capsizes. Story courtesy of Caribbean.loopnews.com. The Belize Coast Guard, BCG, says it has successfully rescued seven people three miles from the 
Sartaneja, and I think I said that right, Sartaneja, yeah, village in the Corozal district after their vessel began sinking on Sunday. It said that several people from the Crimson Inn in Chinooks village were on board the vessel heading to San Pedro when it began to take in water. However, the, cap- the boat captain managed to send off a distress call to the BCG that later found the vessel submerged with two people discovered near the vessel and five others drifting on an icebox. So thankfully, no lives were lost there. Next up, we head on over to Grenada. Roof Systems Limited aims to give more than just roofing in Grenada. This story also courtesy of Caribbean.loopnews.com. Affordability is usually at the top of one's list when seeking to purchase roofing materials or have a roof installed with business and construction booming and okay all right thank you internet i love technology sometimes it just blanks out on you and then does its own thing all right we're back here we go uh with business and construction booming in grenada roof systems limited says it can give customers architects contractors and developers a competitive advantage especially when it comes to price quality and design in fact marketing executive sabina ally or ali says roof systems limited recently reduced prices to be more competitive which in turn will give customers more choices when it comes to choosing a roof supplier roof systems limited is a manufacturing company based in trinidad and tobago which has been in existence since january 2005 it manufactures supplies and installs roof sheets, composite decking panels, purlins, and hat channels, essentially all the main components that make up a complete roof. As their tagline suggests, Roof Systems Limited is definitely more than just roofing, as they also manufacture, supply, and install the trusted and recognized GGI brand of aluminum windows and doors. They can both supply Uh, standard and custom sizes in a combination of styles to suit any project and budget. That's amazing. Uh, With a management team boasting over 60 years of experience, Roof Systems Limited has five locations in Trinidad and Tobago and is proud to have done projects throughout the Caribbean. They currently export, and I know Donald will be happy to hear this, they currently export to countries in the Caribbean, including Guyana, St. Martin, St. Vincent, Tortola, and Antigua, and even to Grenada. The company recently invested in a new factory capable of forming roofing and soffit panels, guttering, downspouts, and flashing from top materials in virtually any length and without any seams. With residential, commercial, as well as industrial projects under its belt, the company also adheres to best practices with its policies and general business standards governed by the Trinidad and Tobago Bureau of Standards. And that's amazing. Um, Shipping to Grenada, must let you know, will not be an issue for Roof Systems Limited. If a customer makes a purchase... Listen to this. This sounds too good to be true. The company assists with the shipping process from start to finish. So you're not left alone. If installers are needed or if a local contractor is not familiar with a project, Roof Systems Limited's installers are eager and willing to make the journey across to Grenada 
to do the installation. At the same time, Roof Systems Limited noted, noted that it also supports utilizing the local labor force in Grenada. And I'm enjoying that story because um, we speak here very often about the, the need for interregional um, trade and support of, in, of companies within the region. We talk about that all the time. And I am loving this. All right. So awesome job. Um, I would love to see them expand into more islands. And I'm sure they're going to go where there is a greater need. All right. So we look to our own first and foremost. Okay. Great job. Next up, we hop on over to St. Kitts and Nevis, where it is being reported that a diplomat has been kidnapped in Haiti. Story courtesy of Caribbean.loopnews.com. The Deputy General Counsel of St. Kitts and Nevis was among three people kidnapped by armed bandits in Haiti on Saturday. According to reports, Harold Marzuka Jr., who is also the CEO of Haiti Plastics, was traveling through the Delmas community in the Haitian capital, Port-au-Prince, with two other businessmen when their convoy was pounced on. Vehicles belonging to the businessmen were set on fire. Loop, Loop Caribbean News attempted to contact St. Kitts and Nevis's Foreign Affairs Minister Denzel Douglas for a comment on the incident, but the calls went unanswered. Kidnappings for ransom have increased in Haiti recently as armed gangs seized control of several communities due to political instability in the country. Haitian Americans Jean Dickens Toussaint and Abigail, or I should say Jean Dickens Toussaint and Abigail Michael Toussaint were released last week after spending one month in their captors' custody. NBC News reported the couple had traveled to Haiti in March to visit sick relatives when they were kidnapped while traveling out of Port-au-Prince. Next up, crime in the Caribbean, Scarage calls for review of education system. Roosevelt Scarage, the Prime Minister of Dominica, has called for a review of the education sector in the Caribbean. Speaking on a panel of CARICOM leaders at the regional symposium, violence as a public health issue, the CARICOM challenge, Scarrett said a review of the school system could help to address the root of crime. He said our school systems are focused solely on passing examinations. There is absolutely no time in the five hours or so that the students spend in the school setting for anything to do with well-being and welfare of the children. We don't take time to understand where they come from, their economic circumstances, and to appreciate their behaviors in the classroom. He said there is a need for an urgent review and it would help to dry up the recruitment ground for violent behaviors. He also went on to say that antisocial behavior could lead to violent behavior and the use of guns and other weapons. Scarrett said sports and physical education have taken second place and extracurricular activities in the classroom no longer exist as more emphasis is placed on academic performance. We boast of the percentage of passes at CXC, but we fail to pay attention to the 20 or 30 percent of those who did not make it to the matriculation level. We're focused on those who do well academically, but we fail to pay attention to the mental and emotional state of our children. Asking about parents, guardians, clergy, and the business community, Scarrett said we have abdicated our responsibility 
in taking care of our children. But also they spoke about, um, well, the Barbados Prime Minister looks at the role of music and urges cooperation. As the region seeks solutions to crime, one Caribbean leader is calling on artists to examine the music they put out. Barbados Prime Minister Mia Motley said, we cannot have Caribbean music denigrating women and promoting guns. This has nothing to do with curtailing anybody's freedom of speech. It has to do with the mirror image. At the end of the day, if we're looking into the mirror and only seeing women as an object, then that is how people are going to treat them in our societies. Motley also said the fight against crime cannot just lie with governments. It has to include artists, sportsmen, and the youth. Motley made the comments while speaking on the panel discussion on Monday. She called for more cooperation among CARICOM leaders in the fight against crime. Crime. She's also calling for collective efforts to address issues such as people getting bail for murder. So the crime, the uptick, it's regional, it's across the region. It's not just in Trinidad, not just in Jamaica. Every Caribbean island is being affected. Some people will argue and say music doesn't have anything to do with it but to some degree it does um and i i have to applaud um the saint kitts and nevis um gentleman for was it no 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 was it saint kitts and nevis no scarrett dominica sorry um dominica dominica Dominica, sorry yeah scarrett dominica i have to applaud him for calling for a review of the education system and it is true In the Caribbean, and I'm thinking, I want to believe that it is one of the hand-me-downs of the colonial system, where everything is academics, 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 failing to recognize that everybody is not academically inclined. And we have had that conversation here. We fail to hone in on the skills that some people have. And you do have people who are academically inclined who don't want to get into um, the fields that are usually lauded and put on pedestals, law, engineering, and medicine. You have some who want to just put their efforts into skills, into a trade. And we have said this several times, and I don't believe we can emphasize it enough, that skills ain't going nowhere. HVAC. If you can become an HVAC technician, you are employed for the rest of your life. If you are a plumber, employed for the rest of your life. A carpenter. And we can go on. A mason. Mechanic. We have to hone in on those fields. Stop pushing book, book, books down people's throats. You have to do analysis, right? You have to do a study. Um, I forgot the name of it. But you see where the child falls. And if you notice, and I'm thinking back to the movie, The Blind Side. I'm thinking b- back to that with um, Michael Orr and uh, his character, the gentleman that played his character. He may not be academically inclined, but he had other things going for him. Go right ahead, Donald. Good morning. 
Uh, good morning. I can't agree more with you. Um, I think it's time we start to look. Another thing we have to do is to look at the needs of the society. So at the governmental level, we have to know, okay, we will need X amount of carpenters, X amount of masons, X amount of electricians based on the demands. For instance, in Grenada, if you have, um, there is a boom in construction and you, you, you foresee that will be for the next couple of years, then you should have a, a set of young men in skills training to fill those, those positions that will be available. Because if it's booming, more than likely, the workforce, the people that are already skilled, may get scarce. So you need more people coming in and the replacements and so on. So these are stuff we have to be proactive about in making sure we can meet our needs in society. Another thing again too is, um, as Carrot said, transform the school system. But an important point I think we tend to miss, in my opinion, is if we really want to address issues, especially in the Caribbean and small island, small island developing states, that's affecting us on a global level, we have to look at the issues that affect the family. We have to look at the family structure. We have to look at the struggles people go through on a daily basis. And once we can help people with those struggles, once we can start addressing issues at the family unit, which is most important, you would see it filter into society. You would see reduction in crime and stuff like that. A lot of it comes from poverty. A lot of it comes from hopelessness, from people not having proper avenues and mentors and resources at their disposal. And a lot of these problems at the family unit can be solved with some ingenious solutions that sometimes doesn't require an extensive amount of money and capital, you know? Right. And I think if we start to look at that level, let's start fixing things at the family level it will solve a lot of our major problems we have. Yes. Because if, if people are happy and comfortable at that level, yes, you would have the one or two that goes astray, but by and large, you would have a hand on things. And if you start to have a hand on things like that, and start to catch the youths and so at that level, and, and see how it, the dynamics goes, it costs the government less money in the long run. And then you have more productive society. So we have to focus on the family much, much more. I have to agree with you. Thank you so much, Donald. Thank you. It's an all-around effort. Times have changed. We talk about moving away from the colonial um, era. How serious are we? Are we revisiting are we revisiting all the things that we are upholding and recognizing that we need to do away with some of them? You know, um, the other day I smiled when I saw on TikTok um, schools in Jamaica having um, Afro Day, where your Afro Day. And I was like, yes. Finally, we're teaching people to embrace who they are, letting go of the Eurocentric um, standards. That if your hair isn't permed, you're not accepted. And allowing young girls to wear their hair in its natural state. So as we're starting to make a shift, we have to look at every aspect, as Donald pointed out. 
get into the homes. All right. Um, Grand Rising. Good morning, Afo. Good morning. Um, uh, we don't want to touch on with the 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 the, the um gentleman that said uh, Skirit. Yes, the, uh, Skirit. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The youth them right now, as we said, things is not how it used to be. And right now, the youth them just want to work. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, stop focus on the, this whole academic thing, like we must say. But I mean, uh, and have, and, uh, as we touched on before, you know, have um, uh, like skill trainings in our school. You get what I say? We'll have a partner with some places, you know, um, faculty operator. You know, truck, all them can get at the trucking thing. Um, all them can operate certain um, heavy duty equipments. You know, engineering skills like don't buy the Kingston Wharf, you know, and other ports in other countries where um, they, them can operate. Um, what do you call that something there? Um, the, 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 the stock, we call it the stock. The cranes and stuff. Yeah, the cranes and stuff. But uh, we have one where not the big, big one. We hung over the water. We take all the stuff from off of the ship. We have a, a, another one. Where I think we we call the stacker still. Um, stacker. You just go around, pick up the container them, and start them on each other. So we call them stacker. Or if they can use them for start them on other trucks as well. But um, yeah, you, you learn for operate that. Get them mean where them can go down by the ports and. We're upon the car ship or you know the lumber ship. Hey, when we say them jobs appear good, them jobs appear good. The, the, as I said, the, the one day when we get our fight was like 10,000. And we managed to get back uh, uh, um, some more days, two days or 20,000. And the next time, five days just for work on that ship for five days, the steel boat. Just all I do, I just stand up and just um, when the crane, they have the, the, the all the steel them. You know, my just basically um like a flagman guide it, just guide it, guide it, tell them what I want it, do the hand signal, cause them show you to do the hand hand signal for me. Them know say so, all right then, um for loosen up the the, the 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 wires, and then you just go and unhook, and then you have the tally guy will come and him just count and all them something there, and just for do that for five years was eighty thousand dollars, eighty eighty thousand five hundred. <laughs> you get what I say? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, <clears throat> them, some of the, them, them, them peer, them, them peer, the weird peer who actually have regular jobs down there, take time off from them regular job just for come down on the steel ship, just for work, till them start to get in a trouble because them tell like, oh, them sick. And when you look, man, I walk past and the big boss must have seen him down there on the steel ship. I said, wait, and then you say you're sick. Why are you doing so? So them start to put stuff in place where they say, yo, look, these are for people who not have no work and, you know, we are, we are trying to help out the youth in the area and, and, and I feel them look at things this. So, yeah, so they, it, 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 um, them something appear good, you know what I mean? And everybody want to sit down around this in a, in a, in a long shirt and tie. And everybody and just people just eat up over them shoulder and all them something. Some persons into that, but and everybody into that. You I tell I mean? you, I tell you something. You know, Afo, I mm. I stand that they should complete high school. I'm not gonna let that. Oh go. yes, they should complete high school. But oh, yes, whilst, but create a balance. You know what I mean? They have to create a balance. And what the Ministry of Education, um, the various ministries of education need to do across 
the Caribbean is put skills training back in schools. They used to have technical high schools, right? Still have it, man. They still have, because I thought they changed the names where now they're just junior high schools or high schools. Oh, and they have removed some of the skills training. So it is very important that they put them back. If the schools, <clears throat> excuse me, if the schools are not able to have departments, say, for example, an auto mechanic department, go into the communities that the schools are in, collaborate with mechanics that own garages and get some kind of work program in place. If they can't do the work program during the week, see to it that they go there on a weekend to make themselves busy while learning something. Go right ahead, Donald. One <clears throat> point me. I want to make about the implementation of trade schools. What happens is sometimes we, we teach students skills in these institutions. But we do not teach them, I believe, from my perspective, some of the things they need to know. Mm -hmm. For instance, if you go to a trade school, you should be proficient, as you say, in some of the basic stuff. But what you should really be taught there is one. You have to be taught how to invoice, mm -hmm. how to bill, how to do basic income and expenditure statements so you can track how your business operates and stuff like that. You have to give this person, individual a one-stop shop so that when I come out from that school and I go to the local community to do plumbing for my neighbors and my friends and my family and the community, I could come back home and I could put together my little business stuff. Yes. Just at the basic level. Yes. That if I come now and I'm getting a lot of business and I want to expand, I could take the same information, give it to an accountant. And he could create all the financials for me to say I was in business for X amount of years. This is what I, because I have the basics recorded. You see, you may not be able to do the, the, the magic financial statements and all the other stuff, but these are stuff that you have to teach. You have to teach people that if you go on your work, okay, you have to take out part for your salary. You have to pay taxes. You have to. So these are basic curriculums that basic things that should be included in the curriculum so that when you leave there, everybody is basically a small business owner because that's what you become. Mm. If I do barbering, I have to learn to be able to, okay, my money coming every day, some days it comes, some days it doesn't. I have to be able to say, okay, I have to put aside this because I have to pay the rent. You understand? I have to pay for the equipment or whatever I use, you know, and um, if I decide to operate legally, and I have to pay legal taxes. So you give people that foundation the most basic of business foundation oftentimes we teach people skills they go out there they don't even know how to charge or nothing and by the time they get into that you know they're far gone so if you want to create activity in a local community teach them those skills so everybody that graduate basically is a small business owner automatically even if they don't know that so donald on that note would you suggest then that with skills training so that people can become entrepreneurs, they take um, principles of business and principles of accounting so that they're able to merge everything together? No. 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 Okay. I'm not suggesting that. Okay. I'm suggesting for in, in within the skills training program, okay. you have that academic part that is necessary to tell you how to run a business, basically. 
Okay. Water income, water expenses. How do you manage? What is the difference between money coming in and your profits? Right. Stuff like that. If you're going to do something for somebody, how do you do an estimate? You understand? Yes. How, how do you account for change in estimate? How do you account for work you do outside of the scope of the original contract you had? Stuff like that. So it will, be, so it will be some aspects of principles of business and some, some aspects of the, yes, at the of micro everything. level. At the micro because level. The truth is, when you do the, 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 the principles of the accounting and the, the principles of business and so, they give you general business stuff, but they don't, they don't really address the issues mm, okay. you can do all that and you don't even know how to do us some simple statements and stuff because you don't yeah. know how to apply that theory in real life but if you go and you teach a guy listen this is the job you're going to do this is the estimate you give out okay so you know in that estimate x amount comes out for you for the for the the the, the material you're going to use this is what comes out for the labor for the people that's helping you this is your profit on this profit you may have to pay let's say 10 percent taxes Mm -hmm. to the government at the end of the day. So in setting up your business, you have a special tax account that at the end of every job, you put a 10% in the tax account. So at the end of the year, when you file the taxes, you don't have to look for that money. So right. you have to know that that money is not yours initially. So you don't have a guy just doing and one day the government come up on him and he overhauled the tax and he has to shut down his business or something because he was not putting aside the government's money. Mm-hmm. So these these are the practical things I'm talking about. Not no book stuff that give you all these definitions and stuff. No, that's not necessary. Okay, got it. Uh, that's not all necessary. Right. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Donald, for breaking it down. So I do hope that anyone who is listening, who is able to pass this information on, will do so. Because what we're trying to do is change the trajectory of the youth. All right. And we have to be able to reach them um in not at the high level reach them where they're able to understand so in what they call layman's terms all right okay um go ahead james and then we're going to keep it moving yeah mor morning morning everyone good morning james yeah i think the, the frustrating thing with jamaica a lot of times we have the conversation and it seems like um there there's no, there's no structure or infrastructure there for these things but the truth is they are there. But I think our biggest problem, because, you know, when I look at, we talk about Rwanda and we, we how they managed to, in such a short space of time, to be such a, a model country in terms of getting from the worst to, to getting to somewhere. And I think one of the main things is that, you know, we look at it as dictatorship, but it's one leader that, that made the transition over the past 20 something years. The problem with Jamaica politics is that one government implements something and then an election cycle come and another government, either they don't pour money into it or they scrap it. So over 30 years, it's just like you start something, someone scrap it. You start because like um, an institution like Heart Jamaica is like institution that a lot of countries in the world don't even have. And it's an amazing institution um, that, that, you know, provide um, training for hotel workers, provide um, training for like um, all different type of training that they could have expand. Um, we had an engineering school there um, back in the 80s called, I think it was Jagas or something like that. German, it's something. still there. Yeah. So 
all of these type of stuff, all we have to do is improve on them. Because for me, like as a, a, a young man, 14 years old, like I start working. I didn't have any subject, any CXC, you know, could barely read or anything like that. And I was like downtown in wholesale, like doing backbreaking jobs. And I'm like, you know, there's got to be something better than this. And I was able to go to, um, to school to study um, hospitality and, and programs like that. You don't need a CXC. You don't need to have like math and English or whatever, because a lot of them are like basic stuff. And so a lot of these programs are there, but they're not pouring enough money in it because I was able to do hotel and hospitality cover, like, you know, banqueting, waiter, like dining room, waitering, um, chef, supervisor, all of these type of stuff. And then you go into the hotel system and, and you're working like five times more than you'd be working downtown packing bags in a wholesale. So the, the, the infrastructure is there, mm -hmm. but I think the governments need to do a better job when they transition. Like if PMP start the hard work, the hard program, the GLP should not come in and say like, oh, like we're not going to pour no money on this because the PMP started. If the GLP start like the German school of engineering, like PMP shouldn't come in and say, because GLP started, we're not doing it. So that is Jamaica problem. But we have the infrastructure. We have the, 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 the organization, the technical schools and, and stuff in Jamaica that, you know, can work. But the, the, the switching of government is what's messing up things. All right. Okay, I got to take a quick break, folks. I will be right back. Thank you so much, everyone, for your comments. Let me know, let me know, ha, ha. let me know, let me know, let me know, what I feel, what I feel, sometimes The voice of Tosh Alexander. And this is a remake, her version of At Your Best. 
another young talented singer out of J well she is of jamaican parentage yeah we call her jamaican Coming up after the quick music break, we have more stories out of Jamaica. Big thank you to everyone logged on and listening on the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. To everyone listening on JohnNoRadio.com and to everyone here with me on Clubhouse. Gonna play just one more. I'm trying to get my throat back in check, so bear with me. This next one, um, it's a remake, Cranium, featuring Chris Brown and Banky Hype. Now, six degrees of separation. Banky Hype. Um, plus DJ Naturalist. <laughs> I'm making a connection for y'all there. So Banky Hype, um, he is the owner of 360 Vinyl Printing in New Jersey. So if you need anything printed, um, foam boards, want your walls wrapped, floors wrapped, check them out. 360 Vinyl Printing. And I tell me, say I sneak, you a sneak. But from looking at your eyes, me see the freakiness. Baby girl, make it a leash. And I like, say, me no treat you good. And I like, say, me no go hard. Every time you come on me yard, you a worry, and your man, they are your yard. Nobody nothing you know, say me and you a touch. Nobody nothing you know, say you a give it up. Nobody nothing you know, say you come over me yard. Baby, you know me love your body. Nobody nothing you know, say me and you a touch. Nobody nothing you know, say you a it's a Nobody nothing knows, say you are give it up. Nobody nothing knows, say you come over me yard. 
baby, you know me love your body. Nobody nothing knows, say me and you a touch. Nobody nothing knows, say you a give it up. Nobody nothing knows, say you come over me yard. Baby, you know me love your body. You tell me for me act like you know I'm weak. And I tell me, say I sneak, you a sneak. But when I'm looking at your eyes, me see the freakiness. Baby girl, make it a leash. And I like, say, me no treat you good. And I like, say, me no go hard. Every time you come on me yard, you a worry, and your man, they are your yard. Nobody nothing you know, say me and you a touch. Nobody nothing you know, say you a give it up. Nobody nothing you know, say you come over me yard. Baby, you know me love your body. Nobody nothing you know, say me and you a touch. Nobody nothing you know, say you a give it up. Nobody nothing you know, say you come over me yard. Baby, you know me love your body. Baby, ride like a stallion. Touch me like a number one. Better speak in our tongues. Make hair flow through your lungs. Come make me switch the room. When you feel it enter the room. Change form like Tarzan Better never get such touch from nobody a Nobody nothing know, say me and you a touch Nobody nothing know, say you a give it up Nobody nothing know, say you come over me yard Baby, you know me love your body Nobody nothing know, say me and you a touch Nobody nothing know, say you a give it up Nobody nothing know, say you come over me yard Baby, you know me love your body all right, we're going to go ahead and get back to business. We're going to do the rest of the stories in the Caribbean corner. It hurts my head. This story, courtesy of the Jamaica Observer. Uh, United States Ambassador to Jamaica, N. Nick Perry, says he is grief-stricken by the destruction that crime and violence have caused in the Kingston communities where he was born and raised. 72-year-old, okay, scared me for a second. <laughs> I'll tell you why afterwards, but I, <laughs> you know what I might as well just say right now. So I'm seeing 72, okay, let, let me back up a little bit. I have a bad habit where, I don't know if it's a bad habit or it's a good habit, I don't know. But I have a habit of where I'll be reading, but what I, I am like a couple words ahead my eyes are scanning a couple words ahead if I'm making sense, right? So I'm reading 72-year-old, but my eyes are seeing 1971. So for a quick moment, I'm like, hold on. After minute 70, minute, I'm going to reach near 70. So I'm like, how did they get 72 years old if he was born in 1971? But anyway, so forgive me. Um, Let me focus. <laughs> That's that ADD, ADHD, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> so 72-year-old Perry, who migrated to the U.S. in 1971, is the first ever Jamaican-born individual to serve as America's top diplomat to the Caribbean country. He said he was born in Jamaica in Kingston, grew up in Rosetown and Whitfield Town. He said that since he's been back, he's driven through those neighborhoods and it hurts his head. The house he used to live in. There are no houses on that street anymore. And he said he learned that that place was devastated by crime, criminal activity, fights between young people, shooting, killing each other over simple little disagreements that turn into death and violence. Perry urged the nearly 90 participants who received awards through the USAID-funded LPD Youth Crime 
and violence prevention program to steer clear of crime and violence. He said, I look at you and I see myself in the audience in a lot of ways. No one would have believed if I told them when I was walking on Maxfield Avenue or Lamont Lane or Whitfield Avenue that one day I would be the ambassador of the United States of America sent back to Jamaica to represent the people of America and the president of the United States. Can you imagine yourself in a position like that as you grow older? However, as Perry himself has noted, the Jamaica he grew up in is very different from the one that exists today. As in other countries, Jamaican officials have consistently pointed to the influx of illegal guns from the U.S. as a major contributing factor to the rampant crime and violence plaguing their shores. Jamaica is among a group of countries that recently joined Mexico in a U.S. $10 billion suit to hold U.S. gun manufacturers liable for the harm caused by their products. The issue was discussed at the inaugural summit on regional security, which is currently underway in Trinidad and Tobago. For now, Perry has applauded the ambitious young men and women who are thriving despite the challenges faced. On Monday, he lauded those who have participated in various USAID LPD interventions over the past two years. And to go back to the conversation we had yesterday, um, <clears throat> when we were talking about, excuse me, the guns coming into the country, and we are fully aware that they're coming from overseas, and we were suggesting the various measures that could be implemented to intercept, which would eventually lead to the, the stoppage. Um, I remember saying that, you know, all my suggestion was that all shipments coming in via air freight or sea need to be opened up, searched properly. But what I forgot to mention was that we should also, even though we know sometimes people who are shipping are not going to put their right names and stuff, but there should be some system in place where people who are shipping must present ID, a valid ID with their name, their address that has to be put on the shipping doc documents, the um, bill of lading. Um, and then whoever is to receive it so the people shipping it should be held responsible as well i don't think we want to just go to the manufacturers but we also want to hold those people who are hell-bent on helping to promote and support the illicit behaviors in jamaica you're sending guns to your families family members and your friends how is that truly helping them i think they should be held responsible as well others may think differently and i'm okay with that all right next up three more suspects in separate fraud probe have been arrested and charged oh boy this <laughs> this thing is getting <laughs> deeper and deeper story courtesy of nationwide radio jm.com Three more persons have been arrested and charged in the multi-million dollar fraud investigation at the separate group of companies. The three are 48-year-old truck driver St. Patrick Waskett and sales assistant 40-year-old 40, 40 Carlington Reed 
as well as 29-year-old Maynard Anderson. They turned themselves into the police on Monday. The three are among several individuals who were listed by Deputy Commissioner of Police Fitz Bailey as persons of interest in connection with the ongoing fraud investigation. They are scheduled to appear in court on Monday, May 22 of this year, along with the others who have already been charged. Last week, the police revealed that 17 people were arrested in connection with a $159 million scheme at the company. Another suspect was arrested the following day. The elaborate fraud scheme was reportedly in play between October 2021 and May 2022. In total, 21 people have been arrested in connection with the fraud scheme and 19 have been charged. Nationwide News understands two more of those who have been detained are expected to be charged as well. Anyone with information that can assist the police with their investigations is asked to contact Crime Stop at 311. Ah, oh boy. <laughs> I'm just waiting for next week to hear which next, uh, which fraud scheme I'm going bust next. <laughs> oh, Lord, I'm telling you. But you know what's interesting? Um, I'm, Well, I shouldn't say that. Let me let me take that back. I'm, I was wondering why they were taking so long to release some names, right? Because on social media, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, don't tell me it's all women again. Because, <laughs> you know, we've been leading the trailblazing in the scamming thing on the corporate level but it's good it's refreshing <laughs> i don't know if that's what i should be saying lord please forgive me but it is refreshing to hear some men being mentioned forgive <laughs> i don't know there's no good way to say that john <laughs> Take the ease off for the ladies for a second. Thank you, man. <laughs> it's a shame when you have to think that way, right? It's oh, really gosh. It is. <laughs> but we have to take bad things, man. Joke. Lord. What, what is it with us, though? I don't know if it's just... um, Is it just us as a Caribbean people and or black people where we, tech, we, we find the humor in everything, no matter how bad it is? Is that how we are able to process and move through and get past situations? I, I do believe that at times, yes. And good morning, all. <laughs> good morning, Jeff. <laughs> hey, hey, moment. Yes, James. It's it's been a rough stretch for Jamaican women from, from the jacket them to the to the, the scamming. <laughs> I'll tell you. We're glad for the break. <laughs> I'm relieved. I can't believe I've said it, but I'm truly relieved that at least we have heard the names of three men so far. Waiting to hear more. I'm hoping that it's a, um, all men. And, and it may be that rum in your coffee too, Mark. <laughs> oh, Moments, what, what, what if I them wives send them? Yeah, they're being obedient husbands. We run the world. <laughs> you know what? Let me <laughs> we are the queen bees. <laughs> we just make y'all think you're in charge. <laughs> but we actually are the ones running the show. You know what? Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop.
stop this is not a good look this folks young folks this is not the way to go <laughs> oh boy yeah um <laughs> sorry I'm just interested to know how they were able to pull this off for s roughly six months, right? Because it went from October 2021, that's November, December, January, February, March, April, May, seven months. How were they able to pull it off for seven months and that amount? And I now have, were any of the team members, I'm calling them a team. <laughs> Were any of the team members um, a part of the accounting division at Seprod? Must have been. Because there is no way that audits could be done and that could they could get away with that. Well, I don't know about in the Caribbean, but audits are usually done each year. So you can technically have maybe at least 10 to 11 months hmm. of this a behavior before someone actually comes in and look at your books okay <clears throat> excuse me all right i see what you're saying so timing maybe, is everything timing is everything maybe they thought they can put the money back, put back never, what money you never know there's a lot of people just exchanging cash for different reasons like my girl the one from um ssl that went to the bolt team asking them for Shatif money from them but then want them help her for put back the money that Shatif. Exactly. No I see why um separate went ahead and got um security. Mm -hmm. Um especially though like we saw them load the trucks. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not sure if security was done there before, but um um they have security done in that in, in the warehouse now loading the truck. So it's like this, the, the invoice, mm -hmm. um, the security must check it. So if a ten rise a truck, they forget a ten rise, it forget nothing less, nothing over. So probably that's our one reason why them probably went ahead and got security for work. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Excuse me. And also yeah. they have to be there on the weekends. Um, I think they close on Sunday, but around four o'clock or so, that's when them start load the truck. Them, uh, well, not load the truck. Um, get the goods them ready so that Monday morning. Them, them, um, we call it the, the, the truck, them just come and just get what I'm supposed to get. So, them have security all the way down there on the week, like five, um, seven days a week. You know what I mean? So, probably that's one of the reasons why they went here and got securities. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Next up, let me, I need to get my face straight again. Y'all, y'all need to behave yourselves. Next up, FID secures multi million dollar court order against bleach and cream entrepreneur story courtesy of nationwide radio jm i'm sorry i have to say this i am not on my best behavior today please it's not my fault it's the news okay but i have to tell you all this so when we were in jamaica the other day <clears throat> excuse me for spring break oh father i was just looking at people like oh my gosh this bleaching thing, it's really out of hand. Them bleach till them face pink and the knuckles black and the lips black. And I, for some of them look like daytime doppy. And I'm like, what on God's earth? Why are you people doing this to yourselves? 
can you're not better looking it don't look better you don't look better you look frightening they need to stop this bleaching thing and then they toss them love themselves oh no no love on herself how can you be born with beautiful melanin and because you feel you have an inferiority complex you have self-esteem issues. You have self-acceptance issues. You feel that bleaching is going to make you get through. No. Stop the rubbing. What I'm calling it? Rubbing? Oh, no need to stop it. It does not look good. Some are on a damn ugly doing it. I'm sorry. them bleach till them pink then them forget to rub the neck so the face pink or pale out the neck dark then you look at some of them the knuckles the hand pale but the knuckles dark and then if them have any blemish on them skin it stands out even more stop it folks you're beautiful the way you are naturally Whoever told you that you need to be lighter, to be better looking, lied to you and you have bought into the lie. But more than that, you are causing yourself serious health harm. Do you know that them can't be out in the sun too long? Them have to cover up the skin. They're opening up themselves to skin cancer. For what? If somebody can't accept you the way they are, they don't deserve you. Go Mom, ahead, Javed. You know, I used to think that it was insecurity, but now I just think it's a fad. I, I really do just think it's a fad. The bleaching cream, the snuffleupagus eyelashes. <laughs> you can't... I know they say beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but do you really look at yourself in the mirror and think you look beautiful? I don't think that's insecurity. I think it's a fad. I think it has moved. It has changed its course. And now it's a fad. There's even people that are light skinned that are bleaching. How does yes. the Chinese woman want to bleach? I don't get it. You're already pale. Uh, let me not say Chinese. I should. What's the correct word? Asian. Asian You're yeah, already yeah. pale. What are you bleaching? I think it's a fad. I don't think it has to do with beauty. <sighs> Javet, don't get me started on the snuffleupagus eyelashes. <laughs> Some of them, I just want to go up to them and them off their eyes can you see baby can you see and then they bat in the eyelids so much that i start blinking when i'm looking at them they're batting their <laughs> eyelids the good morning everyone because they can't see <laughs> the sweet street sweepers on their swishing they can't see that's why they're batting their eyelashes and thinking they're cute looking like a whole barney <laughs> i'm sorry it's not you know what? Let me stop because I'm going to be told I'm hating. Nothing is wrong with getting your lashes done. Nothing is wrong with that. But can we do them within reason? Some of them are so long that they look. You ever see some people driving? You wonder if the lashes go and touch the windscreen. 
they can't wear their own glasses because their lashes are too long, so they can't see. That's one of the reasons they can't see. They can't wear their glasses because their lashes are too long. I love lashes too, until Miss Lynn mess up my uh, lashes. But I love lashes as well. But I don't, I don't understand the street. I don't understand the long lashes that touch your eyebrows. I don't get it. I don't get it. So, I know, <laughs> I know someone who does lashes in Jamaica. Beautiful work, I must say. And she will tell you, they will, you know, when she thinks it's good enough and they have enough because she wants it to look natural. The fusion lashes. And I'm looking and say, yeah, look good, but put on more, put on more. <laughs> and why are we doing this to ourselves? Is it because we want people to look at us? Because you're going to get the attention. And not all attention is good attention. L let's just say that. Not all attention is good attention. Do you want people to look at you in amazement, wondering what the heck? Or do you want people to look at you and say, oh, that looks so good. But then again, there are people who are probably telling them, yes, it looks good. Yes, my girl. Nobody can chat to you. <laughs> Sorry. Again. That's not true, friends. That's not true, friends. Exactly. Those exactly. are your enemies. Get rid of them. Oh, yeah, but so the whole crew, no lie. We were going to the beach <laughs> down by Sea <laughs> Biscayne. And we stopped at the Denny's in Coral Gables. <clears throat> Excuse me. And there was a group of women, right? Every single one of them had on the long eyelashes. I started rubbing my eyes. <laughs> my eyes started itching. Everybody looked as though they were going to line up on the runway and take off. <laughs> It's a fad. It, it's really a fad. Get, yeah, back in the, back in the day when you when you when you um your friends they had the latest jacket or they had the latest sneakers or the latest whatever. It, it's it's a fad. I can't wait for it to pass. So let me ask you a question. The glue. You ever see the glue or some of them use on the eyelash? Yeah. Oh, Jesus, it's have mercy. That's what I was going to say. It's an unhealthy fat, though, if you don't do it right. Because I've gone to um, to get my eyelashes done when I, you know, go to, like, the Asian. When I... <laughs> anyway. So it's not it's not, it's not, not good to go to the Asians. You need to go to a, a better yes. place. Just take that advice from me. I won't say anything else. But... Um, I have seen the people where they come out there, their their eyes are tearing. Oh, it's just the glue. No, you're going blind. You are going blind. Yeah. Stop putting the thing. The glue is burning my eye. It burns a little bit every time I do them. Really? And you cry that much every single time? You know, so your eye, their eyes are red or their eyes are puffy. And some of them use the bonding, the hair glue. Yes. On their lashes. <laughs> I've never, well, it makes it stay longer. All right, then. No problem. No problem. Lord, yep. Make they've it tried stop. to use it. They've tried to do that to me. Like if I get my lashes in the mall, listen, Mag. No, no. Mm -mm. I don't need them here forever. It's just, just. And, and why would you use the glue that you use for for your weave or your hair 
Why would you use it on your eye? Rosolo, I, I don't get it. But um, I don't. I barely have any eyelashes left. I go on with my mascara. Who want lashes? Sorry, I'm not I'm sorry. I will do the light ones that look very natural if it gets to that point, which I highly doubt. Me go on looking like a dolly without any lashes. I agree, um, Geely. It has to mess up your natural lashes. <clears throat> Excuse me. Without a doubt, it does. It absolutely take it from me. It does. If they, especially when they go to redo them, and they're especially individuals, and they're plucking and they're taking out the ones that are loose. It they pull your lashes. So yes. Not of I'm mercy. But just yeah. realized mm -hmm. I'm gonna read the story yet. So let me get oh, into sorry. it. No, don't apologize. <laughs> I have to blame myself. The Financial Investigations Division (FID) has secured a multi-million dollar pecuniary. You know, I learned this word today, and I hope I said it right. I, I did look up the pronunciation, pecuniary, um, <clears throat> P-E-C-U-N-I-A-R-Y, for anyone who is going into um, spelling bee, pecuniary, relating to or consisting of money. Relating to or consisting of money, he admitted obtaining a pecuniary advantage by deception. All right, so I learned a new word today, so... <clears throat> I got to share, <laughs> right? I know others know the word already, but it's okay. Humor me, please. So they secured a multi-million dollar pecuniary penalty order in the Supreme Court against St. Andrew businessman and entrepreneur Chi Chung. This after Chung was convicted of unlawful possession of bleaching cream products stored for sale in contravention of the Pharmacy Act. Principal Director of Investigations at the FID, Keith Darian, says the unfolding events is a warning to business operators that there are consequences to breaking the law. If you benefit from breaking the law, the FID will utilize POCA to remove that benefit. Our law enforcement colleagues are becoming increasingly vigilant in looking beyond predicate offenses to identify where benefit has been derived from the criminal activities for which persons have been charged or convicted. Continued collaboration across law enforcement and anti-corruption agencies will result in more cases such as these being prosecuted in the courts. We urge business owners, employees, and the public to increase their awareness of poker while generally ensuring adherence to the laws which govern our conduct as citizens. Chung was arrested in 2017 at a commercial premises on Constant Spring Road in St. Andrew, where he was found in possession of the bleaching cream products. The products contained substances which are classified as List 2 and list four drugs or prescription drugs, which would require a medical doctor's authorization before use. The multi-million dollar order now requires Chung to pay the mon monetary penalty for the breach. Evidence presented to the court through the FID shows that Chung's lifestyle was in part financed by the unlawful sale of products. <clears throat> Excuse me. And because there is a demand for it, that's why he's been able to sell them and maintain his lifestyle 
and people are not worried about the effects. Next up, constitutional attorney says candidate for Jamaican president must be consensus pick. Constitutional attorney Dr. Lloyd Barnett believes both houses should sit and vote jointly for the president of Jamaica. Dr. Barnett argues that as the formal head of the country, the president should not be a controversial pick. I don't think anyone should ever be appointed to that position of presidency who does not command widespread support and consensus so that any system which an objection to a candidate is not desirable because nobody should be put forward excepting on the basis that that person is nationally acceptable. Excuse me, Dr. Barnett also sits on the Constitutional Reform Committee. He says the suitability of the presidential candidate must be settled before it reaches the House of Parliament. Yeah, I believe uh, all the appointments which have been made so far indicate that we have the capability of selecting someone who is acceptable nationally. It has never been controversial and it should never become controversial. You shouldn't persist with anyone who is not likely to. In fact, you should have an assurance that that person has the support of both parties and of Jamaica generally. Because that person is going to be representing the nation uh, without any regard to any political dispute or political division. That was the voice of Dr. Lloyd Barnett, who is a constitutional attorney. So I have questions to um, Sonnet. President, so are we moving ahead, <clears throat> excuse me, with the breaking away? Have they concluded their studies and have they um, formed the committee that is overseeing the move? Seems so. I was thinking, I just didn't know Jamaican civics. So like, wait, there's a president in Jamaica too? I didn't know that. Mm-mm. We don't have one. <clears throat> excuse me. But I guess as they seek to follow in the footsteps of Barbados, they are having these discussions. So it looks as though we're moving full steam ahead. All right. Let's see. We'll stay abreast of that one. Next up, Jamaica bags billions of dollars from Carnival Tourism. Yay. All right. Now, um, and that happened on Sunday, and that's according to the Tourism Ministry. Senior strategist in the Ministry of Tourism, Delano Seawright, says preliminary figures suggest the economic impact, excuse me, from events leading up to and climaxing on Carnival Sunday are in the region of $5 billion. We have more in this report from Shaloy Michael. Major traffic changes, including those which prevented residents from accessing their homes for a chunk of the day, was just one of the things that caused unhappiness among some Jamaicans with the revelry that took over the streets of the corporate area on Sunday. But according to Delano Seawright, the government has reasons to look beyond the inconvenience to some of its citizens and instead focus on the bigger picture. How many reasons? About five billion. Certainly before COVID, um, we would say just about $4 billion Jamaican dollars impact. I believe for now, we're probably in the $5 billion range. So preliminarily, we're still assessing. But yes, give or take about $5 billion in economic impact. Hundreds of onlookers turned out to watch the revelers as the road march cavalry snaked its way through New Kingston, Halfway Tree, Hope Road and Waterloo Road on Carnival Sunday. Several international acts including American R&B singer Omarion, 
and Chance the Rapper were also spotted in the crowd. Mr. Steve Wright says the carnival is a critical part of the country's entertainment tourism strategy, adding that the trickle-down effect is significant. The available assets and resources that we have and globally position a, a product that can sell. You know, whenever we have carnival, we see a massive uptick in arrival, certainly for the Kingston area. Each participant in, in carnival that comes in usually spends in excess of 230, 250 US dollars per day. And that trickles down in the economy through Airbnbs, hotels, bars, you know, ground transportation operators, photographers, uh, events handlers, events venues, vendors, freight forwarders, security. Mr. Steve Wright admits that the participation of foreigners could have been even greater if things like airfare were more affordable. Caribbean travel is always difficult. You know, the options are limited. A lot of people have to fly through Trinidad or, or, or other Caribbean countries to get here. Or they'll have to go through Miami and Fort Lauderdale, which has its own restrictions. And of course, the flight cancellations out of Fort Lauderdale on Thursday because of the flooding there created a challenge for spawn number for our participants. And beyond that, there was also a major clashing event that happened about a week ago that we believe pulled some of the traffic from the Caribbean, uh, which is a Soka Cruise event um, over by St. Martin, Puerto Rico side. The Carnival in Jamaica concept was developed in 2017 by the Ministry of Tourism and its agency partners to use the celebrations as a means of tapping into new markets. Shalois Smichael for Nationwide News. All right. So, Carnival was a big deal. Five billion dollars. <laughs> Woo! None of that money in my hands. I don't know why I'm excited. But I'm happy for those who were able to benefit. There were many vendors um, who said they um, were able to capitalize selling their wares along the, the, the route. So I'm happy for them. Any opportunity to be able to make a sale, to be able to take care of your family. Truly happy for that. Now, how is the Minister of Tourism going to move forward? We have gained international recognition. And we're not competing with Trinidad because Trinidad is enough Jamaican go carnival when it's phone time. A lot of Jamaicans pack up and head to Trinidad for carnival. So we support Trinidad Carnival. And the reason I'm saying that is because I've seen some comments from the Trinidadians that are not too nice. You know, we do it better. Y'all stole our thing. No, you, you know, Jamaica can't have carnival like Trinidad. And I'm I'm not talking about in jest where people are joking. People are being very serious. And this is what we need to stop doing in the Caribbean. We need to stop doing that. We need to move as a unit. Promote each other. Just as we do right here on Caffeine too. Rosolo, what, what's the dates again for Carnival? <laughs> right? We need to promote each other. Give me a sec. Give me one second. <laughs> yes, please. Have that by your finger. You need to have that by your fingertip. I know by heart. St. Thomas is this weekend coming up. Right. And then St. Martin is the 30th. Right. April that's 30th. Yeah. 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 Just as we promote each island right here on Carfinto, that needs to be the mindset throughout the entire Caribbean. We promote each other. Don't be afraid. There are 8 billion people in the world. There is more than enough on the table for everybody to benefit, for every country. 
I think is a minority, though. I think the majority of Caribbean people generally get together, generally, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like relate to each other. So I try not to give the outliers too much credit, uh, too much airplay, mm-hmm. because it create more discord than anything else. Another thing, again, I could I have a suggestion to the Jamaican government that could bring in billions to Jamaica, please, even more. You see, the same way we have carnival start doing a reggae street festival every year yes do a reggae street festival the same way and i guarantee you it will sell out it will bring in billions and billions of dollars and it would also promote a lot of the local artists who may not have time to make it big and stuff like that there would be enough money to go around for all the studios for all the vendors for all the tourism would be amazing just make sure you really beef up on the security and all the stuff. If that's an issue, well, it can be an issue because Carnival is successful. But do a reggae street festival. You know we have songs splash and so, but do a reggae street festival where there are stakeholders or the government, the producers, and all the people just the way Carnival is done. Because you have it. It's a product you have that is underutilized. And I guarantee you, you would make billions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as you're as you're speaking, Donald, I'm thinking about having the various sound systems on trucks, just like you do with the, the, the carnival bands, right? Moving down the street. Just yes. the same way. Just the Stone same way. Stone love on it's one, a, base odyssey on one. And you have um other sound systems from all over the world coming, not just out of Jamaica, but you when you bring because for example, the sound systems out of Japan, they have a heavy following. If we can bring everybody, that will bring so much more tourism to the country. Love the idea. I hope someone okay, is listening. So I'm, I'm, only taking, I'm only taking one percent so. <laughs> I'll take Can another one percent for the platform. <laughs> Yes, I will go. We will go. We will make sure we register the idea and patent it and all this stuff like that. I think we don't want to see the Jamaica government, but you never know. We have to get to that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think it's brilliant. So yes, we may have reggae some fest as you mentioned, um, Donald, and we or whatever the different reggae um, concerts. But let's make it bigger. Take it through the streets. After all, we we say we are the home of reggae. So reggae and dance hall and have the different mass camps. I'm stealing the term mass camps, right? But have the different nights, themed nights. Probably do it in collaboration. Get together with the organizers of some fest and reggae sunsplash, you know, and have a big thing. Take it outside of the park. We know because we know people, you have to pay to go in the park and not everybody can afford to do that. But you can make it more inclusive when you take it to the streets. But you see, the thing is, on the build up to the street parade, you would have all these events, inclusive events, these reggae shows and reggae parties that's going on. So you have a reggae jerk, you have reggae whatever. You, yeah. you see what I'm saying? So in the week or so, just like you have carnival events, you know, the week or two weeks building up to the street festival, you will have all these shows going on all over Jamaica, not only in the, in the key, in, in areas that people may not even frequent, in parishes that people may not even frequent. You bring some money into those communities. Yeah. You see? So people get to experience not just reggae, but Jamaica on a whole. Yes. So you make it into a package. You, 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 you declare two weeks. 
and you built it into a, you build a program into it where every community benefits, where every stakeholder benefits. And you don't have to deal with only the big ones. Yeah. That is the opportunity to promote the people at the lower level. Exactly. Just the money that will flow into that and the industry that will be created, it will change the dynamics. I'm yes. telling you that. Yes, I'm here for it. So um, anyone listening, please tell Ramich and uh, Joseph Bogdanovich, I think I'm saying his name correct. Bogdanovich, I think he is the owner of Downsound Entertainment and any other um promoter on a large scale um tell them to contact us please you know we'd like to sit down with them and help them organize this for one percent right no no yeah one percent is fine we even, we're not greedy. Even, we even split the half half <laughs> we're not greedy because that's going to be billions of dollars coming into the country agreed and in case you're wondering ticket prices for reggae some fest range anywhere from 20 us to over 300 us dollars all right we're going to take another quick break when we return we have stories from the international scene as well as out of north america uh here is a little more music from for you in our turned up tuesday let's go For solo, this is your girl, Denise. Is it? Is, am I saying it right? D e n y q u e, Denise. Set your alarms for 7 p.m. Eastern tonight. Live on JohnOradio.com, QMZRadio.com, ViscosityBlend.com, and WKRIS Coffee Radio. It is the Mighty Crown. Yeah, the Mighty Crown will be live on the Rose Solo Show. They're going to be talking about the final round tour, the Far East Reggae Cruise, and retirement and their legacy. 
7 p.m. Eastern. Well, militant, you no couldn't trap me. Big guns and fans, everything about me. Talk up for the poor, you no couldn't stand me. From 92 till now, everything about me. Me give thanks and praises for Mama Heidi. Everything me go through, she dead beside me. And me have to give thanks to the Almighty. Enemies here, my fire, but who strike me. Every day, them get up and I try to fight me. Realize that them have to come to mighty. Some I said them won't bring it on, they no righty. Me no like, no so no like. Who you see about to kill us, they clear a hill. Must it who you don't wanna know where I've been. Must it think man I travel with paper team. Real guns, take it, you might undame my bit. Who you see the one no stay for with him. Master General, why you call for him? Boy, pass him, please don't bargain him. Disrespect, bad man, I'm heaven. When me come see me conquer. While me getting stronger, most of them a flop. So them sit down and I wonder how me do that. Real dance, I'll command me stand and never drop. Anybody where you listen, me sing me song for equal rights and justice that me stand for. Once again, Mama, I be me a fit and car. Teach me to see me friends and the foes from far. You no need fear, say, one to kill a trend. You no like how me flex, so me a give it to them. And them see the full black, them know them in a problem. Me no pump and no pet, no gun, no well left me skin. Keep it gully, cause that's me with me. Long jokes free youth, full of clean meditation. One know where you're going, know where you come from. This are the people we love, man. Bad man, a bad man, we no wanna be. All over the world, y'all call for we. Our downfall haters wanna see what they wanna see. We'll never be. So when you see bounty killers, they clear a hill. But if you don't wanna know where I've been, what's the thing, man, I travel with paper team. Real guns, take it, you might undame my bit. When you see the one, A big thank you to everyone logged on and locked in to the Coffee and Toe World News on the Go show. Listening live on QMZRadio.com, the Quality Music Zone. For quality music while you work or play, keep it logged on to www.QMZRadio.com for that good music to get you through your day. It is Torn Job Tuesday. We're playing yesterday's hits, today's favorites, or yesterday's favorites, today's hits, however you want to put it. The voice of Chris Brown featuring French Montana, Gangsta Way. You know, you know I'll be riding around the town and down the block. You know I'll be riding around the town and down the block. I'm in my hood all day. I'm in my hood. It's the gangsta way. You know my way. You know my way. Them boys don't play. If it's your first time listening on JohnNoRadio.com, download the John No Radio app. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. J A H K N O John No Radio. Take us on the go. Where's the voice of Leela Ike? Batty rider shots. We need to make them know so they're my king and they're my queen when they lick a girl I walk. 
just slow and make she pass Every day you want your dirty big man Friend I talk about her but you ride a shot So no one fi take it off I lurking at the dark of them You think you get me cross Mommy where is your daughter? From the yard, you bend the tree. The youth first teacher is immediate family. But mommy, I fi gonna work that in a penitentiary. So what's it gonna be? Who's gonna boil the baby tea? Well, uncle and the work, no him there, yeah, yeah, the lurk. Somehow we find himself under little and a skirt. Traumatized, I know. In our future, on the line, I'm the last. Gotta give a big thank you to everyone with me right here on Clubhouse. After all, this is where the conversation happens. Thank you so much for lending your voice. Here's a little Rima, calm down. I'm a little worried for Miami as the Afro Fest will be here. It's a two-day event. It spans more than two days, actually. That's coming up over the Memorial Day weekend. We'll be going down at the baseball stadium, the home of the Miami Marlins. My favorite I'm a piano DJs are going to be there, TXC. Beanie Man will be there as well. Movado will be there as well performing. I was hoping to go to Best of the Best this year, but they put that off until next year. So no Best of the Best this year. And we got the Afro Fest. I don't think this song will ever get stale. Well, not for me, at least. So on the Saturday, you're going to have Burner Boy, Movado, CK, Black Sheriff. Ooh, Traveler, yes. <laughs> They're going to have a main stage and an piano stage. On the piano stage, you're going to have, I think, Focalistic. And then on Sunday, you got Wizkid, Rima, Beanie Man, Fireboy. Boy. 
And another I'm a piano stage with TXC and others. I just hope it will actually happen because I've been seeing the promos a lot. That's all I'ma say. Gotta give us something to do in Miami. Memorial Day weekend in Miami for me is Caribbean weekend. <laughs> That's when people from all over the Caribbean who are in the US and some in Canada too come on down for the best of the best but ah, all right best of the best folks you owe us double next year Squeeze in one more and then we're going to go ahead and get back to business. Stories from the international scene. Baby, calm down, calm down. Yo, this your body, he puts in my heart for lockdown, for lockdown, oh lockdown. Yo, you sweet life, phantom, phantom. If I tell you, say I love you, no day for me, young girl, oh young girl. Not tell me, no, 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 no. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter, Me Media Moments on Instagram, Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and on TikTok, Moments with Me Media, and the mean everything is MI. Dilly Chris and Chudney J Sweat. Do you know that there are millions of songs on Spotify that have never been played? Millions, folks. Zero plays. Which makes me think, I'll, t I'll tell you my thoughts in a little bit.
you know, I need to do a better job of sharing my sound cloud. That's where I build my playlists and they're there. I've been very slack. I need to go in and unlock my playlist and pin the link. So if you ever want to listen to the playlist or listen to a particular song that you can't find on um, YouTube or on any of your streaming platforms, because some of them are remixed. Um, yeah, let me know, but I I'm going to work on that. Th that's something I need to do. Yeah. Unlock my SoundCloud and share the link with everyone. Right, Dilly Chris, thank you for that one. You're gonna make me sweat. Let's see about that. Okay, so um, a couple of thoughts, you know, because I'm sure many of us saw the headline or saw the news item that there are millions of songs that have never been played. People put in the hard work, people spend the money, some have to pay for studio time because they don't have a studio at their home, and the, the, the music goes unheard. And if we scroll through, you will come across some beautiful songs. But this is where DJs come into play, and DJs are so important. If you ask me, I think DJs are the reason artists are successful. Whether it's the DJs that play on the radio stations, or the DJs that play at parties, the dances, they are instrumental in propelling your career. So I would say to artists, align yourselves with DJs. It's going to cost you, no doubt. You're going to have to put a, you know, create a budget for that. No DJ going to spin for free. None. We have to respect their craft. It's a talent. Trust me. It's not easy. I've been practicing. I ain't ready yet. Ain't no when I, I don't know when I'm going to be ready. So for now, I just build my playlists and I, you know, make my selections and I go through. But it's not an easy job to stand there and entertain for hours. It is not. Not at all. Let me just say that. We have to respect them. We have to respect them for being able to hype up a crowd and sell your music to the crowd. That's what they do. You ever hear them drop a new tune? They don't even wait for you to say pull up. They pull it up and they, they amp it up and they hype it up. and they, Yes, and inject it into the souls of those who are listening. So a lot of them do help to propel the artists, artists, align yourself with DJs. Do not look down on them. Do not avoid them and do not hesitate to pay them to play your music. And I think that will help to alleviate the zero plays of songs. And we're talking for every genre, right? Get it out there. Get your music out there. But you cannot just rely on putting it on Instagram putting it on TikTok, putting it on Facebook, if that still exists, putting it on um, whatever other medium. We have to have to work together. The next thing I thought about is now I have a deeper understanding why women 
for the most part, dress the way they do in the music business. Because I'm like, men aren't walking around half naked in thongs and shaking their asses and carrying on and doing the most. But women seem to have to go the extra mile. So I'm like, okay, now I get it. They have to grab your attention. And sex sells. People are drawn into sex, period, hands down. There's no denying that. If you see a young lady who looks sexy, she looks appealing, you're going to look. And you're going to stop. Even if she can't sing, you're going to stop. And then you will replay the song a couple of times. And, you know, after you really listen, you're like, oh, okay, it's rubbish. Then you move on. But some of them who can get through with um, auto-tune, you will, you know, entertain them a little more. Now I understand. Then I also understand for some men who create drama because creating drama brings the attention. And then what's going to happen? I never heard about him. Who is he? Why is he dissing this rapper like that? Never heard about him. Let me go check him out. It's marketing. But should we have to attract drama, create drama, or be scantily clad for our talent to get out there? Who set that precedent? And how can we change that? How can we change it? I think you change that by just being your authentic self. And what is supposed to come to you will come to you. I agree. I agree. I have to agree. But you see what happened, Javette? They, they allow the people around them to market them a particular way. And then when they try to switch to who they really are, they fail. We can say that about everyday life as melanated people, but you still got to walk in your own truth. So you have to decide what side of the coin you want to be on. Yeah. Yeah. So who, yes, we can hold them responsible and accountable to a degree, but what about us, the audience? Will we ever change? Will we ever change? Will we ever stop buying into sex? I doubt it. Um, Crystal put in the chat, sex sells, but how did those other singers who weren't sexy sell their music back in the day? It's what the industry wants to sell. Hmm. So I guess we have to change the industry and changing the industry is demanding the respect that you want. Or like some, they start their own um, record company or business. Mm. Yeah. So that means we need to get rid of the men who are at the helm of the music industry then, Jovette. I won't necessarily say that. Mm -hmm. I won't necessarily say that. But aren't they I the ones who predominantly own? Um... Are we talking about a, a specific persuasion of men? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yes. 
Yes. But I just do think the bottom line, again, is if you want change in this world, you have to be the change that you want to see. Yeah. <sighs> I always wonder, how is it that men can keep their clothes on, make money, but a woman got to take her clothes off to make money? Always, always wondered about it. But, um yeah so naturalist i'm here trying to pull up the song um so naturalist sent me over a link uh barris barris and bujabantan we need your love a new one yeah so i'm here trying to pull it up that's why i'm speaking slow because <laughs> i want to hear it we need your love i definitely want to hear it you know anything barris and Bujo, in my opinion gotta be good Women's. Yeah. Is it that um, women has to be naked, or predominantly black women has to be naked? I think it's women. Period. I think it's women. Okay. Period. Also, on the point of um, changing people at the top and changing these people and changing that person. Listen, we try to change a lot of stuff. I think it's time we start to create our own stuff. We cannot because he who pays the piper picks the tune, mm -hmm. literally here. Mm -hmm. So we cannot be changing this person, changing that person, um, protesting this person or this company. Listen, you have to create. It will take some time, it will take some doing, but you have to create our own. Because as long as you control, you can't control your own narrative, you can't change that already, to tell the truth. True, 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 true. That's so true. All right, so I pulled up the song. Let, let's listen to it. I need your love. No matter where you are. More than you ever know. If there's something you don't like about me, then please tell me now. Promise me never drift. Sometimes I get in a crazy mood, and you might just read me wrong. But God knows, oh yes He knows. Yes I. You're the one who keeps me strong. You are me princess, love you, yes, and let me tell you more than today. Love of your body, girl, hear what me you say. Even though you're not your dread, it's far away. The thought of your love alone, bright in my day. Can you want me everything I just one dance? There's something you don't like 
about me. Don't leave me hanging, girl. Tell me, please, tell me now. Tell me now. Because sometimes, when the pressure gets too hard, when the pressure gets too hard, there's no one to turn to, and there's no one to turn to. I see you. That smile, that smile, so reassuring. So reassuring. This I want you to know. This I want you to know. Ups and down Still a liar Woman not try Run around Can you do Lose them a crown Man I show love And respect To you down To the ground I feel silly Anytime you come around Oh she touch me Tenderly Your love is profound I go and tell The world Show me sound Bury some And my love I want you All the way Life blanket Just promise me one thing. Don't leave me hanging, girl. You'll never ever go astray. Never, never. Me often find you any wish, but you never. Fuck you will make me say me now. Go no way, girl. You want me sweetness? You want me princess? You just see them me tell you more than today. Love up your body, girl. Hear what me I say. Even though they're not enjoying it, it's far away. The thought of your love alone bright in my day. Can you want me everything just wine and sweat? All right. I like it. Didn't disappoint what I expected. Me, Go right ahead, me, Naturalist. Thank you. Thank you, DJ Naturalist, for sharing that one. Give you a quick burst and budget fact. All those great hits they have had, uh-huh. they have never actually been in the same studio recording any of those songs. I believe you. And, and now they're actually working on an album together that they will be in the same studio. And I believe this might be one of the tracks from the album. So I can't wait. Wow. I wonder if they're going to have a live band in the studio. That is what I would want, um, Naturalist. A live band. A live band studio album. How about that? Most likely. The Harmony House, Harmony House band, most likely. Yeah. Run into a meeting. <laughs> Enjoy. Then back my Never mind, never mind. But I tell you something, as I'm listening um to the song and I'm listening to Bujo, I'm in my what I'm visioning or who I am envisioning is um Major Hype because you know he does the Bujo parodies and he I think he's the one who has done it the best if you ask me so <laughs> I'm waiting to see if he's gonna do one of course um he's amazing with it talented guy really talented uh yeah so I expect that song to do well just a little break here folks this is Major doing Luciano, Bujo, Beris. Valentine's Day is coming, and some girls still ain't getting nothing. So don't even look for it. Oh, I don't know, sir. Many they think they're gonna get some flowers. Many they think they're gonna get a prize. No, y'all know what is want everything on the sale. Then no 
I wash and cook, take all the youths and clean. I want to do them girl on our days. I want to do them girl and big disgrace, Lord. Valentine's Day is round the corner. I want to kick back and smoke me marijuana. Cause I don't want no gift to give. No. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i had i had to pull that one because that's all i was seeing as i'm listening to bujo on that track but i like it it's gonna do well i don't think barris has ever done a song that doesn't go over well some may be more popular than others but every song he sings is a sing-along for sure and puts you in a good mood, makes you feel good, feel all right. So, yeah. Facts. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to the collab um, with Bujo and Barris on a full album. Oh, yeah. As I said, let's just make sure we have a live band in the studio. And that will kick it up a whole notch. All right, let me get back on track. Let me get back on track. I digressed. All right, cocaine worth nearly $440 million found floating in the sea off Italy. Somebody is pissed. That's all I know. Ooh, child. Ooh, that's a lot of money. A lot of cocaine. Grateful that it will not make its way to the streets and lives will not be further affected. A huge consignment consignment really <laughs> a huge consignment of cocaine has been found floating off the eastern coast of the island of sicily that's according to italian police according to a statement released on monday by italy's financial police guardia di finanza authorities seized nearly two tons of the drugs wow and the drugs were spotted floating in the Mediterranean during a routine surveillance flight on Sunday. The drugs were carefully sealed in 70 waterproof floating packages, which were connected and included a signaling light device. So somebody going to lose their job, somebody going to lose their life for not picking those drugs up on time. The identification and subsequent seizure of this quantity of drugs, one of the largest ever carried out in the national territory likely prevented the drug from being recovered by criminals for subsequent illegal sale in the national territory, which would have yielded very high earnings. Wow. Um, Guardia de Finanza said they believe the floating packages were left by a passing cargo ship to be retrieved and brought ashore by traffickers. Uh, go back and watch Bad Boys. Um, was it two? The one with Gabriel Union? Where they had to stake out. Go back and watch so y'all get it right. I don't believe. I'm sorry. I'll wait till you finish the No, no, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I, I don't believe that this money is going to, not money. These drugs are going to stay locked up for a long time. Mm. There's going to be some type of Ocean 11, 7, 12, something to get this back. This is too much. Yeah to just be locked up i mean when you watch the movies right did the, the did the um authorities the person who is in the authorities did they drop asleep because you know to carry out something like this you gotta have people in the high places i, agree. I watch too much tv too much queen mm -hmm. of the south no <laughs> you know i haven't watched that yet you, you need to watch it because in that show 
I always had a suspicion, and I think my suspicions were confirmed in that show, that they allow certain drug dealers to run for a period of time. I think they do. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Drug dealing, gun dealing, politics, big farm. Okay. Um, let it's me, all let connected. Me let me pull back yeah i believe it's all connected and the reason i am making that assumption it's because of what you see in the news it's what you see in the news and you can read between the lines and you're like mm, because it's not the first time this is done clearly they have done it this way before but somebody dropped the ball somebody didn't show up on time Somebody didn't see to it that surveillance, the surveillance flight didn't happen at the time it was. There was some miscommunication. Some heads are going to roll. It is what it is. Movies. Too many movies. Yeah, but I'm grateful that the, those drugs will not make it to the street. At least not now, right? Not now. We, we can stave it off for a bit. I have to agree with you, Javet. Next up, we're heading over to Nigeria. Nigerian aviation workers block roads as strike overpay begins. Chanting Nigerian aviation workers block roads to the domestic terminal at the start of a two-day protest against working conditions and wages. Story courtesy of Al Jazeera. Nigerian aviation employees on Monday blocked the roads. And can we say we blame them? That's what usually works. The strike which began is likely to add problems in Africa's largest oil producer. The sector regularly faces jet fuel shortages, Sorry, often leading to local flights being grounded and international carriers struggling to repatriate revenue from ticket sales due to a shortage of foreign currency. So I know some people are wondering how can Africa's largest oil producer face jet sh fuel shortages? I'm all tongue tied, but let me tell you why. Well, this is my reasoning. Even though the continent as a whole produces some of the world's um, majority of uh, oils and precious metals, they don't refine them. So what happens, it, ha it gets shipped to another country and then they have to buy it back from the country that does the refining. I think it's a whole load of BS. It's my oil. I should be able to refine it and sell the end products. Whatever the derivative products are, I am the one who should have total control. Why should I have to sell it to, let's say, for example, to Australia and then buy it back from Australia? And of course, that buyback affects the end um, products that, you know, of course, fuel is a contributes to everything. It's not fair to my people. Well, that's my reasoning, but I don't understand international um, trade. So let me be quiet. Little dumb me be quiet on that. Just don't make sense to me. Any country that finds a mineral, something that, it's a, that is its asset, should also find a way to own it in its entirety. And if you must sell any part of it, there should be, the larger percentage of it should be owned by the country. I understand you need investors to help propel. I get that. But they shouldn't be the major stakeholders. 
should not be. I know, I'm asking for a lot. <laughs> okay, Jafet. You're not, because Kigame is doing stuff like that in our Rwanda. The thing is, you have to look at the model we take. We take a colonial model and replicate it. It's the same way some of the stuff we project. Grenada produce some of the best cocoa. We don't make chocolate. We don't even make Milo and all the stuff. We will sell the cocoa cheaply. Then we import the expensive end product. Foolishness. And hence the reason I'm saying the Caribbean is a region. Certain locations in Africa and stuff, we have to come together and do these things. So we sell our products at the lowest value. Mm-hmm. People take it, add the value, bring it up the value chain, and send it back to us. Mm-hmm. We sell our products that are precious and so so cheap that we can't even afford to buy it back once it's processed. Mm-hmm. And I know we don't have the manufacturing and the capacity and all this stuff. Sometimes individually is challenge. But if we start to think as a unit, these things become profitable for all concerned. Because if Trinidad has energy and they have manufacturing capacity, they could be the manufacturing hub of the Caribbean. And then if they manufacture a Grenadian product that can sell at three or four times or five or ten times the price, you will sell the raw material. They get paid. We make more money. Everything stays in the Caribbean. It's that simple. But then when you have governments and stuff have to agree and stuff and all the stuff, you start to get the politics that they just, you know. And they use the politics to keep us separate. Yeah, that part. Thank you, Donald. We, we look at it as a no-brainer. Go ahead, Afo. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I, I forgot which African country it was, but it's like them are change of certain stuff. You know what I mean? Like some of the materials, them, um, the resources, I should say. Um, it's like them are, them are change over some deals, go over some contracts and stuff like that. And in the future, I'm making new deals and new contracts. They want to make sure so they get... 50-50 or it's none at all <laughs> so they want to take time a change over some um, certain things as well them approach when they come on to them resources and sending overseas and stuff like that all right yeah oh justin not justin <laughs> i was just reminding as i was scrolling through i was looking for a video um i thought i had downloaded it it's talking as um donald mentioned coco ghana and there's another country is it nigeria where they produce the most cocoa in africa and you know they would sell it every coast ivory coast there you go thank you so much donald they would ship it to um say switzerland and then you know switzerland sells you this damn expensive chocolate well now there are companies in Ivory Coast and Ghana that have started to manufacture everything from beginning to end and have beautifully packaged um, chocolate. Uh, different grades, of course, you, know, you have the milk and the dark and so on and so forth. And by the way, the darker the chocolate, the richer it is or the more potent it is in antioxidants, folks. These these things has caused people to get assassinated. Yep. Imagine Swiss chocolate is the best chocolate in the world. <laughs> but Imagine it's they, they can't buy our cocoa. What do you think would happen? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. They don't sell, I, don't, I don't know if they plant cocoa trees there. I don't think so. No, they don't. It comes from Africa. They get their cocoa from yeah. Africa. So, so I'm saying, so, and we like to talk about Africa and the poverty and stuff. The, the amount of industries that is supported from Africa. Whenever we start to look within, I'm telling you, the dynamics of the world will change. But some people will die too because the people that have it won't give it up. That ready. part. But you, but you know something, the people that have it are the minority. And this is the part that I don't understand. And don't, don't strangle me, folks, but um, walk with me for a second. Remember when, um, <laughs> Javet, you're cracking me up. Remember when um, Kanye made the statement that slavery was a choice and everybody was riled up and angry in the black community with him. But if we stopped for a minute and think about what he said, they were the minority. We were the majority. And in this case, now, as it comes to cocoa, Switzerland does not produce cocoa. They don't grow it. They buy it from Africa. Right? By the way, we produce the best quality cocoa in the world. In the world, you're absolutely Grenada, right. Grenada, I'm not, not Grenada. No, 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 Grenada. Africa. Yes, no, 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 Grenada, no, Grenada. no, no, no. I, I will argue that to the end. <laughs> you're gonna hold we on to that. Facts. Okay, all right. All yes, right. The quality. I'm not talking about quantity here. Quality. The quality. All right. Yes. You, you believe what you choose to believe. <laughs> I'm gonna defend Africa in this one, hands down. But anyway, the majority is in Africa. Why are we still bowing down to colonialism, the mindset of colonialism? Why are we afraid to take back? But here's the problem. We're easily bought. There are those amongst us who are easily bought out. And I know Afa is going to say, remember, not every skin coat, um, skin folk is skin folk. Right. Um, we're too easily bought. If we all stood together, stand our ground, they could not have the control over us. And that is what needs to happen throughout the continent of Africa. You can take it back. Stop allowing colonizers or those with a colonizing uh, mindset to put guns in your hands to guard the property that rightfully belongs to Africa to kill your people in your villages. Well, that means we need leaders like the Magofolis and the Kagamias of the world who are considered um, dictators and all this stuff like that by Western media. So when we start to have our own media, when we start to look to our own leaders that look for our own interests, and then we start to support them and we start to change the dynamics of our society, things will change. It has to change. But you need radical leaders, you know? You have to. But do Africa or the people in those communities where the cocoa that is grown, do they actually own it? Yes. Yes, yes. A lot of them own it. Um, may, I, may, I, may I interject? Yes, Jared, please do share. I've seen a video of a guy who went to uh, uh, Africa to where they grow this cocoa in. The people that were growing the uh, uh, Jared, you're in the matrix. Uh, they said, you know, their wives have tried to prepare every way that they can. Jared, you're in the matrix. I'm not sure if you're hearing us. I don't know if you want to leave and come back or try again, but we'd like to hear what you have to say, but we're not getting it across 
um, smoothly at all. Jared is always in the matrix. So <laughs> in this, he drives. He oh, drives. so oh. yeah. Okay. That's why he and Afro are always in the matrix. Okay. Got it. Jared, do you want to try again? Is he there? I'm not looking at my screen. Uh, yes, ma'am. Okay. Uh, can y'all hear me now? Yes, go right ahead. Thank you. No. Thank you. All right. Now, a gentleman that were growing it, these were black African men. And they said, you know, our wives have tried to prepare this every way, but he said, we hear that the, uh, the white people love it and they eat it. So the black guy went ahead and pulled out of his pocket some chocolate and had them try it. And they couldn't believe that that was the same stuff that they were uh, giving, you know, to these white people to go ahead and make whatever they were going to make with it. They couldn't believe it was the same product. But the uh, land is theirs, as far as I remember from the video that I see. The land is theirs. It's a family thing. It's been going on for a long time. But they've never even let them know what product that it was making, so they can go ahead and keep the price cheap. Even though they're making uh, boatloads of money, they never thought once to go ahead and say like. No, we might as well enrich these people a little bit. They were giving them just enough to go ahead and live in a third world country type of situation. Hmm. Yeah, I saw that documentary too. Wow. The guy had never tasted chocolate. Never. But he produced the he, he produces the cocoa. Tons of cocoa and his family generations he passed down and they barely survive off of the cocoa production. I think some of the kids had to leave school during harvest to come and help and stuff like that. Okay, we need to change that. The leaders of African nations need to change that. Stop having your people being taken advantage of because that's exactly what it is. And many, unfortunately, many leaders are those who are in positions of influence. And it's not just limited to Africa, it's global. They help to suppress their own citizens because they keep taking kickbacks from people. And which leads me to go back to an article that I made mention of yesterday and I forgot to you know, find it. The one where Andrew Holness talked about banning TikTok in, in, um, in Jamaica. And I said, stop the foolishness. Are you getting a kickback from the Meta group, the Alphabet group, who, who is giving you something for you to jump up on a platform that have nothing to do with you? But too many times, leaders and those in positions of influence and power in developing countries oppress their own people by agreeing to see to it that the, the um, interests of those on the outside are met and not the interests of those on the inside. And we need, until we change that mindset, until we can truly look out for each other, stand up for each other, fight for each other, it will never stop. Stop lining your pockets. Stop being easily influenced by people from all other countries that care not to shilling about you nor your citizens. They only want your resources. But they wrap it up in shiny paper and put these huge ribbons on top. And the only ones benefiting are them and you doing the negotiations. If everyone decides to put aside greed, 
Just put aside greed for a minute. Oh, how a different world we will see. I think what's happening, there is a shift at the ground level. It may not be as huge now. But with the advent of social media and everybody becoming a reporter, once you have a cell phone and so on, and a lot of these influencers, because I follow one or two of them, guys like Wodemeyer out of Africa, who decide to change the narrative. And he decided to promote positive stories out of Africa. And there's a couple of them that does that, you see. Once these things start getting more and more popular, people would start to change. The minds will start to change. You will start to see what's happening on the ground. And eventually, we will get there. But it's just the beginning. So even platforms like yours, uh, Moments, you never know the, the few people that may listen to it. You never know what impact it has. So sometimes we're here giving ideas and talking about stuff. And you never know who it may reach and what influence it has. But it has to start somewhere. Yes. So that's so, why we so, can't give up. Go right ahead, Javet. So that's why the masses are trying to ban social media. Yeah. And trying to ban our rights to do certain things in this world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yes. Heard a story yesterday, not to go too far off on a tangent, but I have a video that I want to play. Heard a story yesterday um, where a man diagnosed with, I think it was stage four cancer. I want to believe it is stage four cancer. I don't know if the person is his friend. The person is a vet, is his friend. Not sure. Don't, don't quote me. Something to this effect, though. But however, they know each other. And he got warm medicine intended for dogs. Warm medicine intended for dogs. He took it. Two weeks later, went back to his doctor. Zero cancel. What? Two weeks later, zero cancer. So I said, well, damn, they care more about dogs than they do people. But did you don't all be, see... Don't be encouraging people to take dog medicine. No, 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 I'm not. I'm just telling a story. Folks, do not do that. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. But right now, because information got out, what are scientists saying? Don't take it. Right? It's not good for you. Right? I don't know if you all have seen this video making its rounds on social media. TikTok is the first place I saw it. I'm sure it's probably on Instagram right now. There is a black doctor slash scientist who has found a cure for cancer. She using nanoparticles. And everybody's saying, please protect her. Please protect her. We have to because... Anything that will allow big farmer to lose money is a threat. Exactly. I, I remember, so my mother has this uh, rheumatoid arthritis and there's this cream that she uses to stop the pain. Well, I started using that cream on my daughter when she would have her sickle cell flares. And the cream worked better than the morphine and the other type of drugs that they wanted to give her. 
that we did use. But when I took that back to her doctor to let him know that this is helping her, he was like, no, that's not good. Hmm. Versus let me see if I can use this on my other patients and see if it works. Cause it's a cream. Wow. It was just a cream. They ignorance. That's what it is. You know, Javet, they don't want to be challenged. They don't like to be challenged. And furthermore, you're challenging them is going to diminish the kickbacks that they're getting from big pharma. It's not challenging. Our, medicine, our whole healthcare system is by big pharma. So the, the medicine that is prescribed is what is given to the doctor, the training, because these pharm big pharmaceutical companies donate heavily to the universities and to different places. And when you have an education system that a doctor leaves school and owes half a million dollars and his student um, debt cannot be wiped out, and he has to struggle to, 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 to work, take care of his family, pay back his student loan and stuff, and you have a big pharmaceutical company say, if you prescribe my medication, you get a percentage kickback on it, and he see, okay, that's enough money to help me to make more money, pay out my debts and all this stuff like that. What do you think would happen? Yeah. So that's why I'm saying we have to change the education system. Yeah. Because there's no way an average doctor could just treat a few patients and keep up with his bills. No way. So if you decide to go against a big farmer, then what happened? You're out of business? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Um, and... and let me just throw yeah. in, we're not, I don't want to totally say that medication doesn't help. Right. I want, I want to throw that out there. Yes. Let, let's say it loud and clear. We're not telling people to ignore medication because some people need medication. Some people need it. We're not saying throw it out or ignore it. That's not what we're saying at all. What we're asking for is that they have an integration, a collaboration, a working together, a pairing off. Stop thinking money, 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 and think human, human, human. That's because it can still survive. May not be at the, the, the grandio grandiosity of it that it's at right now, but it can still survive. All right. So go go ahead, James, and then I gotta keep it moving. Go right ahead, James. Yeah, and one of the things we normally talk about in, in Africa and in the Caribbean too about corrupt politicians taking money and stuff in their pocket. Um, not all corrupt politician is corrupt, if that makes sense. <laughs> no, I get listen, you. I lot, get you. A lot of them, um, it's it's bully bully politics. You know, take this money, build a nice house for you and your family. And uh, um, lead your people this way, or you don't take it, you're dead, like like Muammar Gaddafi, and we'll find someone else. Yeah. yeah. That's how it is. If, if, you, if you listen, that's why you don't hear a lot of Marcus Garvey's speech. That's why you don't hear a lot of Hesilasi's speech, because Hesilasi let us know that, like, we're not going to work our way to freedom and prosperity as a people. We're going to have to fight for it. So you're not going to hear those. James, is it me or is it James? Yeah, no, no. Okay. I was, say, I was, I was saying with what Ace was was trying to say is like we're not, we're not going to work our way to freedom 
we're going to have to fight for it. Yes. Because we, 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 we got in chains and stuff and, and, and lose our, our culture, lose our everything by war. Mm. So it's, going to, it's, it's naive to think that we're going to educate ourselves. Yeah, we need to educate ourselves. We need to have our billionaires. But still, we're going to have to fight for it. Yeah. Education and billionaires are not enough to do it. We're going to have to fight back for our freedom. That's what he was trying to say. Yeah. All right. Next up. Thank you all, everyone, for your input in that one. South Africa's gold mining legacy, story courtesy of AlJazeera.com. This mine is a silent killer. That's according to Tiny Lamini at Snake Park in Soweto, pointing at Johannesburg's largest abandoned gold mine dump that looms over the impoverished settlement. During over a century of highly profitable gold mining in South Africa, large amounts of mining waste were piled into massive hills, mainly in marginalized and densely populated residential areas such as Soweto. There is no fencing, signposting or security around the tailings dump officially known as Tulani, but more popularly known as Snake Park. City officials say it has as many as 58,000 residents. When it is hot, children swim in the highly toxic evaporation pools of the former mine. On windy days, the Snake Park mine dump blows toxic radioactive dust across houses and shacks. Then the air is thick with yellow dust that contains high levels of uranium and a cocktail of heavy metals like cyanide, arsenic, lead, mercury, and cadmium. Leaving this dump unattended and not rehabilitated is a crime. That's according to Lamini, who is a community activist since the Soweto uprising in 1976. The people here breathe, drink, and eat this dust. Apartheid spatial planning forced black Africans to live downwind or downwind rather of Johannesburg's mine dumps in townships like Soweto. Today, it is environmental apartheid. That's according to David Van Wick, a senior researcher at Benchmark's foundation. They can't get out of the trap and they have to live with the consequences. A 27 a 2017 Benchmarks Foundation study found that more than two-thirds of Snake Park residents surveyed complained about respiratory problems, including persistent coughs, sinus issues, asthma, and tuberculosis. Many children in Snake Park have developed severe cerebral palsy, a group of disorders that affect movement and posture caused by damage to the developing brain. These children are taken care of by their impoverished families. Care centers are far and few. There is no financial help from the government. They are the poorest of the poor. And nobody is really that interested in their issues. That, to me, is the biggest problem, said Natalia Dinat, who is a medical doctor and researcher for science for the people of Southern Africa. She says funding for comprehensive epidemiological research would be urgently needed. And it is not just a problem in Snake Park, she stresses. There are more than 6,000 such abandoned gold mines in South Africa. The dumps should be removed and the people should be given safe living spaces. The government should enforce the law and hold the companies accountable.
For those of you on Clubhouse, I would ask you to click on the link at the top of your page, scroll through and take a look at the pictures. Heart-wrenching, gut-wrenching. These are the effects of greed, the after-effects of greed, the byproducts of greed. Communities suffering and no one caring. People have made millions of dollars, billions of dollars off of the gold trade and continue to do so while others are left impoverished and suffering. As we wear our gold around our necks, let us think or in our ears, on our arms, on our fingers, around our ankles or on our toes or in our belly buttons, in our eyebrows, our noses, above our lips or in our dimples, or at the base of our spines. Let us remember those whose lives have been gravely affected by it. I would implore leaders again, look out for your people. There ought to be a mandate in place that cease to it, that when they are done, they're mining, that these Places are fixed, they're repaired, not allowed to lay bare, to have children bathing in toxic pools, to have dust blowing toxicity. And who is left to care for the crippled, the disabled, usually grandparents? No money, no help, no one truly cares. Go right ahead, Donald. Donald, where are you? Is it me or is it Donald? Y'all, it's Donald. Okay, it's Donald. All right. So until Donald is ready, let me go ahead and play this video. They came yeah. here and did something to our mind and to our spirituality. Many men have tried to understand what they did to us. I'll not refer to all of them. The African American Alex Haley produced a film called Roots and in Roots he dramatizes the life of a young man uprooted from Jufure village in what is now known as the Gambia Kunta Kinte and they take Kunta Kinte to the United States of America and when they take Kunta Kinte to the United States of America the first thing that they do to him is to beat him up that he may change his name so that Kunta Kinte is beaten out of him and they introduce a new being called Toby. And when we are all empty, they fill us with something that is alien and then we begin to think like them. We begin to think that our hair is not good enough so that our women must buy wigs from dead women in Asia. So that our women must reject their skin, they bleach it, that they may become whiter. So that our women can remove their eyebrows and eyelashes. So that our women can paint their lips red. So that our women can stop eating that they may become slender. They do that to us. 
and they do that to us because they know that our women are the fountain of life and that when they change our women we men who are weak will be changed we must stop that go right ahead donald yeah, he gives some very brilliant speeches to tell you the truth. You know? Yeah, but what I was saying, right? Um, you see, these are the things, like, when you start to go after these people, and you start to use what like reparations, people start thinking they're giving you back something for nothing. But the government of South Africa, and I think we cannot rely on the government anymore, but we have to form NGOs and stuff to start to take these people to court, to challenge every company that is linked to these kind of stuff. And it will be long and brutal battles. The government has to seize the property of the existing companies that are still profiting of, the, of South Africa and stuff, regardless of what contracts they assign. Sometimes you just have to get really, really um, um, creative with it. You know, because this is like this is like war crimes. How could you have people so ir irresponsible and they all make millions and millions of dollars? Target the head offices, target the branches all over the world, start taking them to court. At least do the, the PR campaign, let people start supporting them. We have to start to do that. Look, they usually operate in multiple companies, come together to, to post these lawsuits in international court where every country start going after them. And yes, they will say they will pull out and they will lose some employment and stuff, but at the end of the day, at what cost? We have to change our strategies else we'll continue to just complain. Thank you, Donna. Thank you. But I will be grateful that we are awake some of us are still asleep, but I want to think that for the most part, we are awake. We're coming out of our slumber. And very soon, we are going to find our feet. And they're going to be strong enough for us to stand on them. And then we're going to walk and start running. It's time for us to look within ourselves, value ourselves, value each other, and value what has been given to us, and move forward. Nothing lasts forever, folks, unless we want it to last forever. Remember that. Nothing lasts forever. You are a powerful being. If only you knew your strength. If only you knew your capabilities. If only you knew who you truly are. That speech, I agree, Crystal. The first time I heard it, I saved it a couple, um, I want to say about a week or two ago sent chills through my spine as well. And you're hearing more and more, I call them leaders. 
You're hearing more and more of them from different countries throughout Africa who are speaking. It's time to rise up. The world needs Africa more than Africa needs the world. You better believe that. The world needs Africa more than Africa needs the world. All right. Next up, Good News Network. Thank you, Javed, for sharing this website with me. I will start to retrieve stories from there. And some good news. Genius Kenyan physics teacher powers e-motorbikes with old laptop batteries. Story courtesy of goodnewsnetwork.org. A Kenyan high school teacher is using your old laptop batteries to turn petrol-powered bikes into electric ones. And there is no shortage of MacGyver-like innovations in Africa. And Paul Wawiru is a perfect example of that ingenuity, turning second-hand electronics destined to become waste products into something useful. The batteries can cost as little as 50 Kenyan shillings, which he then cannibalizes for the cells that still can hold a decent charge. Once he has enough, he configures them into battery packs to replace the internal combustion engines of existing scooters and bikes. Nobody was selling electric bikes in Kenya, so I had to import one, he told African News. The imported bike did not last long, so he used his own innovation to create the product his society needed. African News reports he founded a company called Ecomobilus, which is already selling well, especially to couriers who love that they can avoid the high costs of gasoline. They say invention, um, necessity is the mother of invention, right? Ecomobilus bikes are more advantageous compared to other gasoline-powered bikes, number one, because of the cost of maintenance. The bikes require zero maintenance because there are no mechanical parts that need to repair, be repaired ever so often. We give it at least two years for services because the engines are no longer there. We're dealing with motors. A full charge on the laptop battery pack is around 60 miles and it can fully charge in 45 minutes for less than half of the cost of a tank of fuel. Many African cities are choked with air pollution, especially during the dry seasons. And some are seeing electric bikes as the perfect solution to quickly and effectively improve on this vital issue. All right. I wonder who is investors. That's another thing again, too. When we have these kind of genius inventions coming up, we have to have our venture capitalists, African venture capitalists, pour money into these, uh, into these projects. Because what happens is, we have people come up with these great inventions, and the same people we're trying to get away from, who comes and fund this, the, these projects? And then they take the money and go with it the same way. Mm -hmm. So we have to, when we recognize this stuff, put our money where our mouth is, and find investment vehicles that can promote development on the continent that stays on the continent. You understand? Even if it means it's crowdfunding or whatever we have to do, it's time we do this platform. Mm -hmm. I'm of the opinion, I'm saying like, even in the Caribbean, that we can come up with a fund structure where there is a project to do in the Caribbean, a hotel to build or whatever, that we in the diaspora could buy shares into a special um, vehicle that is set up by the, 
by the government as a separate entity. And you could invest into these projects. And then you get your return on investment. And then they give us additional incentives, tax-free um, rebates and stuff. If we bank the money in our local credit union, not the banks, because they don't own it in the local credit unions in the country. Mm-hmm. Why we can't raise a couple million like that? Hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Why do we always have to go to one person to have it? Yeah. And we have to change. I'm telling you, we have to change how we think. Yes, it is important. Thank you so much, Donald. And, um, you know, Javed put in the chat, cannibalize is an interesting word to use. And I thought so, too. So I, I, I'm ready to go. Cannibalize. What does it mean? I'm going to break it down because we're all learning. And as I learn, I share. <laughs> all right. We get we do it all here. We do English, you know, um, literature. Let me put it. So we do language. We do literature. We do um, arts. We do science. Everything. We, we learn it all here. Cannibalized, cannibalizing. Syn- synonyms of cannibalize, trans, um, transitive verb. To take salvageable parts from something such as a disabled machine for use in building or repairing another machine. To make use of a part taken from one thing in a building um, or in building, repairing or creating something else. All right. So, <laughs> you know, I had to do the same thing I'm big on vocabulary. Yes. So I had to look it up, too, to see another way because I've never heard it outside of what we think cannibalism. Right, right. Yes. So, and let's go a little further, Javet. Market cannibalization. So here's another spin on it, folks. Market cab- cannibalization is a loss in sales caused by a company's introduction of a new product that displaces one of its own older products. And many companies practice this. Many companies do what is called market cannibalization. The cannibalization of existing products leads to no increase in the company's market share despite sales growth for the new product. So it's pretty much a switching out. That's okay. So from the business aspect, but yes, folks, we can use the word cannibalize because it means to take salvageable parts from something and use it to create something else. All right. So we learned that today. Yay. <laughs> but I, let me give this um, young man a round of applause. And we do hope that his business will continue to grow and spread that other countries throughout the continent will be so inclined to ask him to make products for them. All right, going to take another quick break. When we get back, we have, this is America, stories out of North America. Here's a little bad general for us. Oh, did someone want to say something before I move on? Yeah, really quick. Yes, Apple. Yeah, thanks. Um, Respect for that. Yeah, I I think um, the the Jamaican government as well as the African government, they need to come together and like um, invest in these youths you know what I mean? Um, pa- uh, partner with the youths from Africa because, hey, what I'm telling you, know, them money have some little teenagers. I'm telling you about Bill Kiar, you know. You know what I mean? You have a next, um, a next little young youth over there in create a, a, a thing where you, you put it on your head and, per- and you can operate a robot arm. You know what I mean? So you pick up like the brain signals. So, um, 
pick up the brain signals him and it's like you, you, you can't tell it tell the, the robot arm what to do so I'm saying basically I try for like persons who probably lost a limb mm -hmm. you know what I mean instead of have implants implanted inside their brain it's like a thing <laughs> like some demons or no um, them just it's a thing where you just put over and it, 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 it can read the, the, the brain waves and it, it, it can tell it the, the, the limb or the, the, this new added robot uh, limb what to do and, and stuff like that. So I feel like the Caribbean government as well as um, the African government, um, you know, they, they need to come together and uh, invest, invest in these young youths and them and, and them technology and them creation, them intervention. Um, what's that? The right word? Uh? Going through, Inventions. Going yeah. Yeah. And bring them these youths um, over to the Caribbean and teach it the, 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 the Caribbean youths them how to engineer these stuff as well. You know what I mean? So um, start start a yard first, no doubt, and then you know they start link up with other um, persons from the um, youth from the Caribbean and them them share ideas and how we can better or just teach them how to do the same thing and stuff like that. So I think that would be a, a great idea in, in building the nation and the technology instead of depend upon these other people technology and they might have some weird agenda to uh, attach them technology and stuff like that yeah all right thank you alpha thank you everyone gonna take a quick break when we get back we have stories out of north america here's a little better general for us yo go up check this a better general attack you know me i try to teach you them something right now if them no one listen to me feed them down for that but check the message no, no man pants no for tighter than him girl one. No man no for search up him girl phone. If you not pay no bills, then check your tone. I watch the nation and your face, cause I know your home. Why you out? Why you a fight off the lady? And nobody can this feel pity. All the girl in my love for take beats and still never cheat. Just don't make your daughter see that no right. But why you listen to the message? And don't watch a messenger. In the journey of life, but the general is just a passenger. Listen to my message, but don't breathe the messenger. In the journey of life, but the general is just a passenger. Yo, enough time to run joke, but right now, bad serious. Yo, if the girl is underage, Jano, please don't touch. Now you, Mr. Man with the big car, not because you buy food and feed her. Any of you ask for the thing and she said no, please just drive away and leave her. Anything me no want for my kids, me no need to nobody pity me. Me no care if she pretty like brand new money, no pretty face, can't trick me. Me see a man where you're 55, I walk on with a girl where you're 15, that sick me. Yeah, brother, take a look in at the mirror, that little girl that could have be your grand pitney. That's why, oh, why you listen to the message, and don't watch a messenger. In the journey of life, but the general is just a passenger. Listen to my message. But don't breathe the messenger. In the journey of life, but the general is no just man a pants no for tighter than him girl one. No man no for certain. Your goal objective. But the general attack. I gotta be obedient and pull this one up. Now if them no one listen to me, feed them down for that. But check the message. No, no man pants no for tighter than him girl one. 
No man no for search up him girl phone If you not pay no bills then check your tone I watch the beast in your face cause I know you're home Why you why you a fight after lady? And nobody can this for your pity All the girl in my love for take beat And still never cheat Just don't make your daughter see that not right But why you listen to the message And don't watch a messenger In the journey of life But that general is just a passenger Listen to my message But don't breathe the messenger In the journey of life But that general is just a passenger Yo, enough time I run joke But right now, bad are serious. Youth, if the girl is underage, Jano, please don't touch. Now you, Mr. Man with the big car, not because you buy food and feed her. Any of you ask for the thing and she say no, please just drive away and leave her. Anything me no want for my kids, me no need to nobody pretty. Me. me no care if she pretty like brand new money. Your pretty face can't trick me. Me see a man where you're 55, I walk on with that girl where you're 15, that sick me. Yeah, brother, take a look in at the mirror. That little girl that could have be your grand pitney. That's why. Oh, why you listen to the message? And don't watch a messenger. In the journey of life, but that general is just a passenger. Listen to my message. But don't breathe the messenger. In the journey of life, but that general is no just a passenger. No man pants nothing tighter than him girl one. No man no for search up him girl phone. If you not pay no bills, then check your tone. I watch the beast in your face, cause I know you're home. Why you out? Why you a fight after lady? And nobody can this for your pity. All the girl in my love for take beat and still never cheat. Just don't make your daughter see that not right. But why you listen to the message? And don't watch a messenger. In the journey of life, but that general is just a passenger. Listen to my message. But don't breathe the messenger. In the journey of life, but that general is just a passenger. Yo, yo cool up. But that general attack. You know me at Message in the music. Powerful words indeed. But don't breathe the messenger. But when you listen to the message, and don't watch a messenger. Gotta give a big thank you to everyone logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, and everyone listening on JanoRadio.com. Thank you for tuning in. Of course, I gotta give a big thank you to everyone right here with me on Clubhouse. After all, this is where the conversation happens. It is Turned Up Tuesday right here on Coffee and Toll World News on the Go. This is where I read the news and we share our views. I'm gonna get back to business right after this one. It is a quarter past the top of the hour. It's the end of the work day for some people. Yes, folks, it is after five somewhere. It's lunchtime for some of us. And for some, breakfast time. Wherever you are in the world, we thank you for joining us. And some of us are getting ready to go to bed. Isn't it amazing?
right, we're going to go ahead and get back to business. It is time for Stories Out of North America. Yeah, I had to get y'all ready for This Is America. And that's going to be the theme song for News Out of North America going forward because it's just crazy. All right. That's why I started laughing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because we talked about the song yesterday. So I'm like, yes, I'm going to add it to the, you know, one of the theme songs needed. This is America, folks. Don't be alarmed anymore. First up, Biden signs executive order. Oh, he knows how to sign those. Stop behave yourself moments to improve access to child care all right let's get into this one story courtesy of caribbean.loopnews.com president joe biden is awake folks and he has signed an executive order containing more than 50 directives did he read through that to increase access to child care and improve the work life of caregivers the white house made the announcement but the directives would be funded out of existing commitments likely meaning their impact would carry more of a symbolic weight compared with the democratic president's call in 2021 to provide more than 425 billion dollars to expand child care improve its affordability and boost wages for caregivers and yes my voice dropped what happened to the $425 billion to expand child care? Why are we using what's already funded? Why are we, what, what's up? Why can't we get $425 billion? We just gave billions to Ukraine. Check Ukraine pocket. That's what I was going to say. Check Ukraine pocket. <laughs> I'm sick of this. So he woke up for that? Go back to sleep, Joe. Go back to sleep. <laughs> you could have kept sleeping on that one. The directives would be funded out of existing commitments. So you're going to take an existing pool of funds that is already allocated. This is what I'm interpreting. And if I'm misinterpreting, please, I stand to be corrected. So you're going to take funds that have already been allocated, have been committed, and then we're going to divvy it up a little more. Joe, Joe, Joe. What's in your cup, Joe? It ain't coffee. It's not coffee. Go back to sleep. Wake up when you're ready to sign some directives that will actually have an impact to the tune of $425 billion, please, and thank you. Wait. <clears throat> Let me keep it moving because I don't want to hear the theme song again. <laughs> I don't want to read the rest of that story. <laughs> Afo, why are you leading me down the road of destruction? <laughs> don't get you slipping now. Don't 
got you slipping now. <laughs> Next. I'm not reading the rest of the story, but I probably should because they're saying, let me, let me be good and get out of my feelings. The order seeks to improve the child care provided to the offspring of federal workers, including military families. It plans to lower costs for families that are part of the child care and development block grant program. B-L-O-C-K, yes, I said it right. Military veterans would get better home-based care. And the Department of Health and Human Services would raise pay and benefits for teachers and staff and staff in the Head Start program. Um, I still need a $425 billion, Joe. Joe, we can do it, Joe. We can do it. It's not that hard, Joe. However, you campaigned and, you know, got it, you know, you got that money for Ukraine. Let's do this for us, Joe. Do something for us. Remember, 2024 is around the corner, Joe. Just reminding you, Joe. Wake up, Joe. No. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And now on to our favorite person, folks. Governor Ron DeSantis. Oh, we just love him. Yes, we do. I got to give him a round of applause. Got to introduce him right. <laughs> the president of Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are our own country down here. Governor Ron DeSantis and Florida lawmakers ratcheted up pressure on Walt Disney World on Monday by announcing legislation that will use the regulatory powers of Florida government to exert unprecedented oversight on the park resorts, rides, and monorail. Lawmakers will introduce a bill in coming weeks that would end an exemption for Disney parks when it comes to ride inspections by the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services, DeSantis said in a news conference near Disney World. The agriculture agency is responsible for inspecting amusement rides in Florida, but an exception was carved out for the state's largest theme park operators, such as Disney and Universal destinations and experiences which do their own safety inspections under the proposal the exemption would end for rides in special governmental districts which basically targets just disney world disney said in a statement on monday that its inspectors have been leaders in the industry other experts note that disney and other Large uh, theme park operators have an expertise examining sophisticated rides that state or local agencies may not have. And I was just about to say, um, wouldn't it be good if they worked together? In the ongoing dust up between Governor DeSantis and Disney, the governor unveiled a new round of regulatory actions against the theme park. Seven's Joe Rotes is in the plex with the, the story now, Joe. Well, Craig, Governor DeSantis continues his war of words with Disney, once again attempting to crack down on the theme park giant. And they thought that they could create some type of development agreements that would essentially render everything that we did uh, uh, null and void. Governor Ron DeSantis pushing back as the feud between him and the Walt Disney Corporation enters another round. There is a bill uh, that will be put out in the Florida legislature uh, that will make sure that the agreements purported to be entered into by Disney uh, are revoked. This comes after Disney cut a deal with the outgoing Reedy Creek Improvement District Board, which had overseen the special taxing district for decades. It happened just days before the governor signed a bill last month to give himself new power over Disney in what amounted to a state takeover of that special taxing district. 
For decades, that district has provided the entertainment giant control of its theme parks and the land around them. This new deal made it so the incoming board was essentially powerless. The governor now says the state will stop any deal made in those final days before control was transferred. That's not going to work. Uh, that's not going to fly. DeSantis adding Disney would be subject to more regulations, like an increase in inspections, something most large theme parks have been exempt from for at least the last two decades. Are you looking at taking away uh, the MOU exemption that we've been getting since 2001? Uh, on all the major theme parks, Disney, Universal. I think it's going to be, and this is a legislative question, but I think what the legislature is going to do is apply that to special districts. These inspections will be required for amusement parks within special districts. And as you know, those, those parks are not necessarily uh, within districts. The governor began targeting Disney a year ago after the company's then-CEO spoke out against a bill limiting discussion of sexuality and gender identity in Florida elementary school classrooms. The Parental Rights and Education Act, referred to by opponents as the Don't Say Gay Law. Members of the legislature also warning Disney to stop this tit-for-tat with the state from escalating any further. One word of advice to Disney Corporation going forward. Just let it go. <laughs> let it go. Now the government to suggest the new actions with Disney's 27,000 acres, such as building a state park, a competing theme park, or even a new prison. As for ride inspections, Disney said in a statement its inspectors have been leaders in the industry. We're live in the Newsplex. Joe Rotes, 7 News. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Um, <laughs> tit for tat, Disney ain't backing down, folks. They have the money to fight, and they're going to fight. Trust me, they are going to fight. Um, next up, also courtesy of WSVN um, out of Miami, via cnn a new york woman uh, was driven to a wrong address and fatally shot by home owner a 20 year old woman was shot and killed when she accidentally drove down the wrong driveway in upstate new york authorities say kaylin gillis died when she and three others made that turn saturday police say the 65 year old homeowner kevin monahan came out onto his porch and fired two shots one hitting the car he's been charged with second degree murder you may be surprised. Um, um what's what the hell is happening? <clears throat> but what is interesting, Rosolo? Hold on, Rosolo. Don't say anything yet. Don't say anything yet. I'm gonna play the next clip. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm gonna play the next clip, and then I want you to comment. So remember this one that I just played. The New York woman. Okay. Let, let me let me back it up. Hold on. How you do this thing? I don't know why. Oh, Affordable leaf filter gutter protection. I don't care about leaf gutter, leaf filter gutter, whatever. Pricing and availability. Why don't you allow me to skip? I'm trying to skip. It won't let me. All right, let me. Okay, so remember, charged quickly. Just, just hold on to that. Don't let it go. Next up. A Kansas City homeowner officially charged with a crime after police say he shot a black teenager who simply knocked on his door by accident. Tonight that teen is home from the hospital and Emily Schmidt has the update. One word, one Kansas City. Okay, what's going on? Is it me? <clears throat> Are you guys hearing anything? No, it's uh, not. Nothing is playing right now. 
Okay, so. But we did hear it and then it stopped. Huh. I'm not sure why. Okay, excuse me. Let me let me try to bring it back again. Okay, let me let's try again. A Kansas City homeowner officially charged with a crime after police say he shot a black teenager who simply knocked on his door by accident. Tonight that teen is home from the hospital and Emily Schmidt has the update. One word, one Kansas City block. That's all Ralph Yarrow reportedly missed when he intended to pick up his younger siblings at Northeast 115th Terrace Thursday. And he rang the doorbell at Northeast 115th Street instead. A momentary error with major consequences. He was a musician. He was an honor roll student. Ben dreams of going to Texas A&M University. Yarl was shot twice in the head and arm, according to his family lawyers. Now county prosecutors are charging Andrew Lester, a white man in his 80s who lives in the home, with two felonies, which includes one count of felony assault in the first degree. As a result of these charges, a warrant was issued for Mr. Lester's arrest, and bond was set at $200,000. Missouri is a state with stand-your-ground laws addressing homeowners who use lethal force to protect themselves. Mm. One of Yarl's lawyers argues that doesn't apply here. Because there has been no conversation, not from the suspect, not from the victim, and not from law enforcement, that Ralph Yarl uh, at, at 16 years old ever posed a threat uh, to this shooter. We understand how frustrating this has been, but I can assure you that the criminal sus justice system is working and will continue to work. Emily Schmidt, 7 News, 19. Well, we've learned this tonight. Authorities announced a 20-year-old woman was shot and killed over the weekend after she and two friends mistakenly... All right, stop right there. Don't tell me about Swift. People had to protest in front of the man's house for them to do anything. People had to stand up with signs in front of this man's house before they decided that they were going to take action. Rosolo, go right ahead, please. Moments, I really don't have much to say other than this is America. I really don't have much else to say. It's unfortunate. Um, he went to knock on. He went on the went knock on the wrong door, and this other lady she pulled into the wrong driveway. Mm -hmm. And if we don't see a bigger a problem with what's happening in our world right now, yes, I know that we you know we want to talk about the fact that they took so long to um, arrest this 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 old man, this old racist man that he is. Um, but at least we got some justice there. But they did have to protest for you know a day or two, and it's not fair. But it's not something that we haven't seen before. This is America. This is America. And he walked out. Not only that, he walked out to the young man and stood over him after he shot him. So he was going to shoot him again. So there's, there's it, it, the, the two incidents don't even, there's no comparison. And why she got such, because she was a white, a young white lady. And that's why they arrested this gentleman immediately that shot her. And we had to wait days to find to see to get some kind of justice for this man to be arrested who shot this this 16 year old who went to the wrong door. 
shot him through the door, and then went and stood over him twice in the head. And he, because he was scared, he thought he was coming there. To, who rings a doorbell when they're coming to steal? <laughs> I never heard a thief announce himself before. So that, I, I don't want to say too much. I know. No, we don't have to say anything. No, Russell, the this thing is, America. this is America. You have. Um, don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Don't catch you slipping now. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. This is America. We don't have to say much more. Go right ahead, Javet. <laughs> oh, I see the video every time you play it. So I watched the news this morning because the station that I watched had the first interview with the parents. And the first thing I want to say is it's a miracle. Mm -hmm. And she admitted it to herself that her child is still here. Amen. He was shot through the door Oof. and then the man opened the door and shot him again. Okay. One of the things with this story goes back to what we've been saying on your platform since I've been on it. The laws are different in different states when it comes to guns. And the reason why this man wasn't arrested immediately is because there's no stand your ground law in New York versus where this young teen lives. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. We have to get the laws on the same plane in order to get real justice. Why it took them 12 million days plus to go back and arrest is because of this ridiculous, I'm not even going to say ridiculous law, because if somebody comes to my door in the state of Texas, I can use it. So maybe let me not even say ridiculous, but this is one of the reasons why one, besides the color, why there were different actions in different states. And I'm glad, I'm glad you pointed that out, Jaffa, because we don't need to go back in history and talk about the whole history behind guns. We don't need that. What we need to talk about is how we are going to get the laws changed because from state to state, it's ridiculous. And I'm glad you highlighted. So besides what Rosolo highlighted, the fact that there is the racial disparity, there is also a problem with the laws. How quickly we can move. We need to fix that. And we, the taxpayers in the various states, need to demand that there be change. And, <laughs> you know, let me leave it right there because I think we have had this conversation several times. We don't need to beat a dead horse, but we have to get the right people in place by voting so that we can have the change, the effective change that we need so that we can have the outcomes that are um, applicable to the varying um, crimes. Go right ahead, Donald. I'm glad you said it because politicians don't, don't write laws anymore. The lobbies do and they sign. Exactly. 
So we need politicians who cannot be bought out by the NRA. We need politicians that can't be bought out by any major corporation out there because it's the corporations that are running the country. Don't be fooled for a second, folks. Don't be fooled. The corporations have the power. As my father always said, he who has the money has the power. The second time I heard that phrase was in a Jay-Z song. He who has the money has the power. And until we understand that, we're not going to get rid of the problems that we have. So we need politicians who will not be phased, who cannot be bought out, who are not for sale. We need to get out there. And these politicians need to be out and about where they're interacting with communities. So we can know them and them, they can know us. Because they're going to need our support. They're going to need our support. But I will say this. What was very pleasing for me as I looked at the protest. I loved the diversity that I was seeing amongst Gen Z and Gen X. America is changing. And I'm here for it. Because the only way it is going to change is when everybody comes together as one and fights for the same cause. That's the only way. Equality in its true essence and equity. Go right ahead, Donnell. Uh, I think I'm Fabian than me. Oh, I thought it was Donnell. Sorry. Go ahead, Fabian. Fabian. Where did Fabian disappear to? All right, Afo, one minute. Go. Yeah, again, um, she white in black. So, um, with that said, justice has to be swift when you come on to FRT. Um, again, every state have different laws. However, that stand the ground, that never have nothing to do with it. Like where um, Rosola said, who are going to come for tea if I do any form of crime and ring your doorbell to announce yourself, themselves, hey, but they are, and this may come for do. You know what I mean? I, and also, him lawyer, the youth lawyer that talk, him, I think him say, um, like the guy go over him or him pull the door and say something to him like, don't come around here no more. Something, something to that nature. I'm going to look back for the video and, and, and shoot him, not once but twice. You get me? I say, him got three different homes. Before the la the third person said to him, say, yo, go put your hands up and go up and, and lay down on the, uh, um, the ground. You see me? And I saw come them call medics uh, and our police and them forward and uh, assist youth and bring them to the hospital. Again, give thanks to the ancestors and universe. They're still around, still alive. You know what I mean? And, and they released from the hospital and thing and recovered at home. But that was just plain, straight up racism right there. There's no beat around the bush, we're gonna keep it real, we're gonna keep it gutter. I wanna care who I listen. A player a plain straight up racism right there. So and again it just show you where Rasta tell people from long time. Over here is a black and white country, it's all about race and nothing more. And time and time and it has reached a point where persons like me and my wife and others do have no longer have to say nothing because it just like a can a play out right in front and person go just see well, Rasta a top war from long time. You get what me I say? So again, this is America. Welcome to America. Even if you're there for years upon years, welcome to America. Because All like right. I said, 
person started to attack time and wake up, you know, and the third eye open, the veil come off of them face. And so they start to see where Rasta and others are talking about for, for decades now. All right. Thank you so much, Afro. Fabian, are you available? Not I'll keep moving. All right. So um Ohio officers will not be charged in shooting of Jayland Walker. Story courtesy of the Associated Press via WSVN. Eight police officers who fired dozens of rounds at Jayland Walker, a 25-year-old black man, following a car and foot chase, will not face criminal charges in his death because a grand jury declined to indict them. That's according to Ohio's Attorney General when making the announcement on Monday. Walker's death last June uh, sparked protests in Akron after police released body camera footage showing him dying in a hail of gunfire. Police said he refused to stop and when he tried to pull him over for minor equipment and traffic violations, though they have not specified further. Police say Walker fired a shot from his car 40 seconds into the pursuit. Officers chased the car on a freeway and city streets until Walker bailed from the still-moving vehicle, ignored officers' commands and ran into a parking lot where he was killed while wearing a ski mask, the body cam video showed. Authorities said he represented a deadly threat. A handgun, a loaded magazine, and a wedding ring were found on the driver's seat of his car. Police union officials said the officers thought there was an immediate threat of serious harm and that their actions were in line with their training and protocol. Next up, um, FBI arrests two on charges tied to Chinese outpost in New York City. Story courtesy of NPR. Two men were arrested on Monday on charges that they helped to establish a secret police station in New York City on behalf of the Chinese government. And about three dozen officers with China's National Police Force were charged with using social media to harass dissidents inside the United States, authorities said on Monday. The cases are part of a series of Justice Department prosecutions in recent years aimed at disrupting Chinese government efforts to locate in America pro-democracy activists and others who are openly critical of Beijing's policies and to suppress their speech. One of three cases announced on Monday concerns a local branch of the Chinese Ministry of Public Security that had operated inside an office building in Manhattan's Chinatown neighborhood before closing last fall amid an FBI investigation. The two men who were arrested were acting under the direction and control of a Chinese government official and deleted communication with that official from their phones after learning of the FBI's probe in an apparent effort to obstruct the inquiry, according to the Justice Department. According to CNN, a Supreme Court hears appeal of postal worker who didn't work Sundays in dispute over religious um, accommodations. The Supreme Court on Tuesday will make a major religious liberty dispute that could ultimately clarify how far employers must go to accommodate their employees' religious beliefs. Gerald Groff, who lives in Pennsylvania, served in 2012 as a rural carrier associate at the United States Postal Service, a position that provides coverage for absent career employees who have earned the ability to take off weekends. Rural carrier associates are told they need flexibility. In 2013, Graf's life changed when the UPS contracted with Amazon to deliver packages on Sundays. Graf's Christian religious beliefs 
bar him from working on Sundays. The post office contemplated some accommodations to Groff, such as offering to adjust his schedule so he could come to work after religious services, or telling him he should see if other workers could pick up his shifts. At some point, the postmaster himself did the deliveries because it was difficult to find employees willing to work on Sunday. Finally, the USPS suggested Groff choose a different day to observe the Sabbath. Let me stop right there. Do we tell the Jews to observe different days? Are we telling the Jews to observe their um, religious? We can't even talk now. Y'all know what I mean. Are we telling the Jews to change the day they, they observe? Um, what is it? Kapoor, Yom Kippur, Ramadan, um, Passover. Are we telling the Jews that? Yes, no. They do. No, they, they don't. Do. No, they, they do. well, probably in Canada, but not here. Not here. <laughs> Okay. Even the schools close on those days under the pretext of what I call it teacher planning day. Teacher planning day, even the schools close for Jewish um, religious practices. Yes, probably in Canada, James, but not here. Well, not on the East Coast, not in Florida. So I have worked with Jews. When it's there, they don't show up to work, boo, and you can't do a damn thing about it. You can't argue with them. You can't ask them to come in after they finish. It ain't happening. They're not showing up. But Christians are always demanded to show up. Why? Fair is fair. If it's his religious belief, it's his religious belief. Why should he show up after he leaves church? Well, if that's what we're going to do, everybody need to show up. Yeah, I, I know Jews and Christians who, who worship on the Sabbath who have problems with, um, with companies. They, they, they don't have problem with their own institution because it's theirs. The schools, that's their school. Um, university, like exams, like some schools... Um, set aside, we'll, we'll set aside time and allow them to do it, but most schools don't do it. And a lot of um, private-owned companies, they struggle with, 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 with that too. So, and a lot of people deny, um, don't do certain jobs because they have had problems with, with working on the Sabbath. So it happens. Christians that worship on the Sabbath and Jews that worship on the Sabbath. I'm yet to see where Jews are concerned. And public schools in Florida close on Jewish holidays or Jewish religious days, whatever you call them. Yeah. And that's been for decades and it ain't going to change. But, um, yeah. I think the word you're looking for is observances. Thank you, Javet. <laughs> Thank you. Observances. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fight it, my friend. Fight it. You deserve to, if, why should you, why, if Sunday is your Sabbath, that's your Sabbath. That is your Sabbath. I, I thought, it was, thought it was in the amendment to, to practice um, your religion or not practice religion. And it even upon the citizenship uh, civics question. So, yeah, I hope I'm going for it. I can use the amendment. All right. Somebody else was going to say something. I think it was, was it Dre? Dre, yeah, Dre. Dre? 
Honestly, a lot of people know that um, the company requires them to work on certain days and they still take the job and then fight the company to uh, observe those days when they already take the job telling the employer that they will work those days. So you have to look at those things too. So, I mean, for me, if you know your Sabbath is on a Saturday and the company wants you to work on a Saturday, don't take the job. But in this case, Dre, the Sunday thing came in after UPS, USPS contracted with Amazon. Everything was no, I okay. This, I understand in this case, but in general, because I see, I see it happen a lot. A lot of people know that some companies want them to work Saturdays, Sundays, and then when they're in there, they tell you that, oh, you know, Saturday is my Sabbath, and they already knew that the company requires them. That happens a lot. So not just in this case, I'm speaking in general. Uh -huh. and, uh -huh. and not everywhere in the States, not every school closed on Jewish holidays. The Jewish people them just don't send them ki their kids to school. Uh -huh. So, I mean... If if there's more observance that Christians want, they can fight for it. But Christians have enough observance. Every single holiday that is is celebrated in this country on a public holiday is Christian. So look into that too. Oh, Muslims hold on, hold on don't have public holidays. So I think across the board, it's is 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 square. The only and holidays Christians have in this country: Easter and um and and what you Christmas. call it, Christmas. That's it. That, those are the only two. Check the so calendar which, which for the Jews. Almost every month. Almost every which, month. May I ask my opinion? What the heck? Yeah, but I mean, which, which, which Jewish and, 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 and Muslim holiday is celebrated by the entire country? None. Okay, on that point. I'll give that one to you. None. <laughs> so, it's is, is either we don't celebrate Christmas and Easter and, 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 and when that time come around, school close or you just don't go to work you know i mean um some companies what they will advise you to do if you're a jew or a muslim or even a christian and just in general just say like if you're black and martin luther king or whatever is coming around they would tell you to uh just take PTO around that time. <laughs> oh boy! All right, next. Yeah, oh, yeah, quickly, sorry. James. Yeah, quickly, quickly, quickly. Time running yeah, out so, on me. So I, I observe the Sabbath, and I go through a lot of um, obstacles, like even with business, like to rent certain places, like malls and stuff like that. If if you're like a Jewish person or someone that observes the Sabbath, you can't rent it, and you know that. Like certain sports, we can't take part in. And we just have to give up those dreams and say, like, this is my religion. This is what I'm going to do. So it happens. Like, I've been doing it for over 20 years. And 70% of the jobs that I apply for, I don't get it. So it happens. But what happened? Oh, so you don't open your restaurant on a Saturday then, James? No, and people think I'm crazy because that's the busiest, the busiest day of the week. So, so you shut it down from Friday sundown? Yes, yeah, shut it down from Friday and open um, Sundays. To, okay. to Friday, yeah. Okay. All right. So let me ask a question, <clears throat> and I'm being a little facetious now. All right. On the Sabbath, when if somebody falls sick, somebody who honors the Sabbath a Saturday, and you get sick, do you go to the hospital on a Saturday? Yes. Yes. Why? 
No, because you're sick. The Bible, the Bible, remember in, in the Bible when um, some of the, the um, disciples or some of the elders were, were um, attending to some sick people and, you know, like there was an encounter and Jesus like said that, you know, not because it's the Sabbath, but, you know, like you have to attend to, to the sick. So like there, there are certain rules, like I don't know about Jew, like different, different groups of different um, beliefs. Mm -hmm. Like some like nurses, nurses can work. No, I'm on the want to deal with the Sabbath. I'm not talk about the Jews. I'm dealing with the Sabbath because you practice it. Yeah. So if I am hungry and me can't cook, me can't get nothing for eat because you're closed. Aren't you supposed to look out for my interests too? No, but there are other businesses. Okay. There are other businesses. So like the, the thing is that the, the Sabbath is not the Sabbath is a personal thing. So like just think about it as like um a cleanse. So you work you work five or six days and you take the day off as a cleanse. Like you, you, you focus on your mental health, you focus, you focus on worship and you just put aside everything of the world. Mm -hmm. And then the following day is like you feel refreshed. So people, you know, there are different groups that keep Sabbath and there, and there are different ways of keeping the Sabbath. But all I'm saying is that a lot of people struggle. Mm -hmm. A lot of basketball players um, that are good that, don't make it to the NBA because of the Sabbath. A lot of people in other sports and, and people in different fields that don't make it because they choose that this is more important to them than their career. So, so let me ask you another question now. So Sunday is my Sabbath, right? Yeah. And uh, let's say I'm a doctor and we're in a town. And on a Sunday, John Crenna work on Sunday. So the songs, all right? So I'm yeah. not working because that's my Sabbath. But you're sick. Should I look after you? No, but, that, but what I'm saying, there's always going to be Just options. asking. Should I look no, after no. you? Okay. No, there's always options. There's someone else. There might be like a Jewish doctor that will work on Sunday. So there are always options. We always have options in this world. Okay, Trust but me. I think you're missing what I'm alluding to, right? What? We're in a small town. Uh -huh. right middle of nowhere you celebrate you on a saturday as your sabbath you're not gonna feed me should i look after you on my sabbath and as i'm saying it's a personal choice no okay all right just yeah. to just all right okay <laughs> thank you okay thank you so much everyone next up grand jury declines to indict Virginia, let me make this one quick. Time is running out on me. Grand jury declines to indict Virginia officer in killing off unarmed man suspected of shoplifting. A grand jury has declined to indict a Virginia police officer who shot and killed an, an unarmed shoplifting suspect, according to the county prosecutor. Former Fairfax County Police Sergeant, oops, and I'm getting a lot of feedback. Okay, here we go. Former Fairfax County Police Sergeant Wesley Shiflett was fired and faced a criminal investigation after the shooting death of Timothy Johnson in February. Officers suspected Johnson had stolen items from Tyson's Corner Shop Center during that day. Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis told reporters after the incident. Uh, uh, police said Johnson was unarmed. Shiflet's attorney, Caleb Kirshner, told CNN that the grand jury's decision should be respected. His client feels horrible about the circumstances, but feared for his life. 
To issue a re-indictment would have a chilling effect on law enforcement, Kirchner said. So we're more, you know what, let me hold my thoughts. An officer noticed Johnson leaving the store when an anti-theft alarm went off. Body cam footage released by police shows the officers chasing the suspect through the shopping mall and a parking garage and into a grassy wooded area of the mall property while shouting verbal commands. One of the officers yells, get on the ground, and then two gunshots can be heard in the video. One officer then says, stop reaching, and another shot is fired. An officer then says, shots fired, shots fired, and the police begin to render aid to Johnson. Okay, you know what? I don't even have time for us to get into that one. Unfortunately, it's that time of the day. Um, but it has been another good one, I must say. Always enjoy the conversation. Always enjoy the camaraderie. Kwaku killer don't lie when I say I did it, I did it. Big stars, big cash, my way, but still I found belief. And I want minutes. Still I can't believe. But I can't blame myself for this. No man just was born for this. Of course I fed up. Who never f***ed up hands in the air? No hands. Still I can't believe. You know what I mean? I was young, what you expect from me? It is what it is. But I keep going on. Gotta give a big thank you to everyone that logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. And thank you to everyone listening on JohnNoRadio.com. Of course, a big thank you to everyone right here with me on Clubhouse. After all, this is where the conversation happens. I can't stand this pain. I can't watch me fail. So anytime you play. I'm Moments with me, and you were listening to Coffee Into World News on the Go. Remember to tune in every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. You can find me on Twitter at Me Media Moments, on Instagram, Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and on TikTok, Moments with Me Media. And the mean everything is MI. They say, when it's on and it's on, you can't stop till it's done. See, goddamn, I'm a book. Thank you for the great conversation, shared views, varying opinions, and always interesting perspectives. Coming up later on this evening, 7 p.m. Eastern, set your alarms. It is the Rose Solo Show, live on QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, ViscosityBlend.com, WKRIS, CoffeeRadio.com. And remember tonight, she will be speaking with the Mighty Crown. Going to be talking about their final round tour, the Far East Reggae Cruise, their retirement and their legacy. If you know, you know. To my listeners on QMZ and Jano Radio, thank you so much for tuning in. Catch you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern. This is Moments with Me signing out. This was a Moments with Me media production.